0: what's up youtube i'm robert and this is the biker bar podcast live stream here we are, episode 77. Man, I can't believe it's been 77 episodes. And you guys are still listening. That's kind of surprising as well. <laughs> so today we have on this two guys. One of them has good internet and one of them has shitty internet. You guys can figure out which one is which. And then we'll go from there. But these are the two guys from MTB NorCal. And we're gonna have a good conversation. These are a good, good group of dudes that started this group. I'll let you. I'll let them explain it. More, they'll, they'll definitely do a better job than I will. So in the meantime, let's go ahead and uh, do the, the particulars here at the beginning. First things first, thank everybody. Thank you to everybody that's out there on Patreon. Really, it makes a huge difference. I've seen a few people sign up the last couple of days. A buck, that's all it costs, a buck. I just tipped the chick that sold, like carried my my sushi to my table, like 30 bucks yesterday. And she worked for like five minutes. I don't know. Maybe she probably did a lot more than that, but I'm making it sound like I think that you guys should join Patreon because it's only a dollar. And then it really helps out. And right now, yeah, I haven't been drinking in January, but the beer fridge is in, it needs some help. And if you guys really want to help, you could join the second tier on Patreon for five bucks a month, get a sticker pack, a letter from me, some extra content. It'd be fun. Please me. Everybody that signs up is like, they send me an email and they're like, dude, that was the most fun I had all week. No, just kidding. If, if, <laughs> if you want to help out the channel another way though, seriously, you can swing by shop.biker.com or just biker.com b1kera.com and uh, check out the shop there. Get some cool swag like this, this tumbler I'm drinking all my water out of. Maybe it's not, maybe it's vodka and I've just been lying about drinking. So we'll find out soon enough. If I start slurring my words, it's definitely vodka. But <laughs> outside of that, let's keep going. Also, please swing by my Instagram. I'm trying to get to 4,000 on Instagram. I'm not there yet. Or I'm at 4,000 and I'm trying to get to 5,000. I actually can't remember what the number is. I think I'm trying to get to 4,000. If I'm not at 4,000, whenever you get there, hit, this, hit the follow button. If I am at 4,000, hit the follow button. Either way, it's gonna help. If you do Facebook, cause you're over 40, then uh, you can follow me there too. And uh, if you do something else like Twitter, I don't even know who uses Twitter. I have like, like, fifteen followers on Twitter, but apparently there's some people over there still. And and according to these guys at MTB NorCal, I need to start uh, TikTok. So, (sighs) God, what am I gonna do with all my time? Right. I think the first thing I'm gonna do is unmute these two guys and bring them back over, and we can get the (laughs) chat. What's up, guys? What's happened? Not much, dude. What's up, Robert? dude i'm 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 stoked that you guys are on the show man seriously i really yeah, appreciate yeah that. that's too for sure you know whenever I so if you guys can't tell
1: i'm the guy with bad internet
2: oh okay <laughs> well, they were supposed to guess, you just give it away sean
0: right you know? <laughs> just, as long as you're smiling whenever you freeze it looks cool but after that it's <laughs> <up>. yeah <laughs> yeah no, like right yeah, now that's
1: where it goes
3: bad the, yeah you look uh, like you're hot. Yeah, he does.
0: So normal. <laughs> Situation normal, right? <laughs>
3: oh,
0: so, so Don's gonna have to do all the talking on this show and Sean can just sit there and look frozen and retarded or something. Well, right. I'll tell you, that's actually gonna be a good change
2: because typically, um, anytime, if you watch any of uh, Colorado Kid, any of his videos, he tries to tell us, you know, both to say something and Sean just runs with it. Like every yeah. time he runs with it, I'm all, hey, I thought I was a part of this uh, <laughs> Yeah. Like bang So yeah, it'll be a good change.
0: You're like silent Bob or Silent Don, right? You just get to stand there <laughs> in a trench coat and freaking make funny faces or something. <laughs> <laughs> At least so, we both have roles. I mean exactly. So whenever yeah. you guys I, I first started hearing your name pop up, like everybody like would keep telling me, like, dude, you gotta follow these MTB NorCal guys, and I was like, Oh god, another freaking YouTuber. Here we go. <laughs> But you guys aren't really a YouTube channel. You guys are. You we can you can can one of you tell me what you guys are.
3: <laughs> we, I don't know. know.
0: <laughs> so
2: it's funny because I guess <laughs> the way that it kind of started is that Sean said, "You know, let's start a YouTube video YouTube page and we're going to make tons of money and we're going to buy like lots of expensive bikes right. and really pan out." <laughs> um, so <laughs> we we were climbing uh, I think Scott's one day actually, and we talked about selling some shirts, some hats, stuff like that um, to give back to the trail, but really back to the trails and the advocacy groups. Because, um, you know, it's hard for us, right? We, we both have families, full-time jobs. And so it's hard to get out there and dig sometimes. So it's kind of our way to, to give back. Mm-hmm. So I guess you would say that we're kind of a social media, let's get together, group ride, have fun, and just hang out with some friends and meet some new people and, and get back to the trail at the same time
0: yeah I mean to to me, like the way I wrote it out on on the show more was basically you guys are a social writing group. Does I think that that's a really good
2: pretty good example yeah. Yeah, pretty good description of it
0: So essentially, um my understanding is that you guys are doing like raising money in different ways, and um, however you're raising that money, all of the proceeds is going to trail ab- advocacy groups, right?
2: Yeah, I would, and for the Correct. most part, um, you know, we did do that that fire shirt that we gave back to the employees. Um, we actually gave it back to Santa Cruz Bicycles mm-hmm. when they lost their homes. Mm-hmm. The one that Sean's oh, nice. um, raised almost two grand. We drove it down there and gave it back to uh, the employees for those that lost their homes in the fire. So, you know, oh, if we wow. see something that's a good need, we'll, we'll get back to that too. But yes, it's typically all the proceeds are going back to uh, the trails.
0: And you guys are both from Northern California or
1: yeah yeah i'm i'm from auburn
3: right born Born and raised
1: oh look
2: at you born and raised in auburn man you need to get out more um i I was uh i was actually born in pollock pines and then now i'm in grass valley so oh
0: man you guys
2: more of a move but at least i I wasn't born yeah Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: that's not far don i mean you're you're really the same right have you driven highway 49 (laughs) just (laughs) saying
0: That's hilarious. I mean,
1: You had to go to Nevada city to ride.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. So, um, I was so gonna say,
2: when I was in Pollock Pines, like, we didn't have those cool trails out there. We just had a lake. We had a lake loop. That was it.
0: So there's a bunch of new stuff in Pollock Pines now, isn't it?
2: All that Fleming Meadow stuff is, wasn't, wasn't there. So like all the stuff that's on, is you're going up Mormon immigrant, all the stuff on the right wasn't even there.
0: So when people were saying, Fleming Meadows, like, or when people are saying, hey, there's trails in Pollock Pines, are they talking about the Sly Park stuff? Is that what they're talking about? Typically. Cause I <laughs> thought there was some stuff that wasn't in Sly Park that's in Pollock Pines as well.
2: That's probably the Fleming Meadows, but it's literally on the other side of the of the road. So if you park at the second dam,
3: yeah. right?
2: And then you can do the lake loop, or if you go to the right, there's a whole bunch of stuff back there. that's all Fleming Meadows, trail eight is back over there. It's actually pretty fun. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I ride trail eight, I've ridden trail eight a bunch of times. And then on the other side of the road, there is a bunch of um, unmentionables that are pretty, pretty fun though. Which is um I heard I heard there's a bulldozer up there or something mm-hmm. like that recently, kind of knocking some of that stuff down. It's happened to a lot of places. Yeah, it happens. You know, that's why you got to build where they can't take a bulldozer, right?
3: <laughs> right.
2: Yep. I mean, I guess that comes back to that's what nice we talked about, like the trail part, right? Right. trying to get those that money raised to to build new trails that are sanctioned trails and get out there and do our part. So, I mean, you've been, shit, you've been out building a lot.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I'm uh, working on my way up to legitimate trails, so. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I've definitely been working the legitimate ones for those of you guys that are wondering, 100%. So, um, yeah, I definitely, man, I don't know, I man. I, I caught the bug. I didn't yeah, I've done trail work before on, you know, sanctioned trail work kind of days. And it's always fun. I like going out and get my hands dirty. And, um, but for whatever reason, this project that I'm working on right now, it like, I, I caught it like the COVID man. I was just like, I'm I'm, <laughs> locked, I'm locked down with this thing, man. It's like, there is nothing else going on except for me and building this trail. And then I roped a couple of my buddies into it and it's just stupid. But it's fun, you know, and that's that's cool though. That's yeah. the thing about it is is like there's some trails that I I mean dude, we've all ridden our handful of of, of unsanctioned trails, right? You know, I mean let's say Sedona, yep. the whole freaking trail system was unsanctioned, you know. Bend, everything in Bend, that was all unsanctioned, you know, everything in UC, which is like of the the action shots from the major bike companies that are down there are all in UC, except for nobody rides it. But um, I mean, so like this stuff is, is like, it's part of our community, you know? And the thing that I was getting at though, is like some of this stuff, dude, it's been around for, you know, 20, 30 years that these things have been built and been riding. And to be, you know, like if you're somebody that built like, like Cupacabra in UC, You know like how many people have ridden that trail that that you like that that's what you did you know like you made that and and it that's that's the part i think that's really cool is the fact that like after the fact i mean i could get there could be a there will be a point where i can't ride bikes anymore and there will still be guys riding that trail you know it's true Yeah. and and that's the part that like makes it like really like exciting to me you know Plus the whole like mm-hmm. adventure of it, you know, and just going out and just, you're picking the line, you're yeah. making, somebody's going to come around this corner and be like, what the fuck were these guys thinking? You <laughs> <know>? <laughs> yeah. In a good way or a bad way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You yeah. know, so yeah. like that, that's, yeah. that's pretty sick. So, so Look, yeah, know it's something,
1: it's something it. bigger than you, you know, which is cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it sounds like your internet's working right now, Sean. So why don't you tell me how you got into mountain biking? It's- Wow.
1: Um,
0: I've actually only rode or been
1: riding for about three years, a little over three, maybe one of my buddies um, had told me a couple of times to come out and ride because I'm a big moto guy, always loved dirt bikes, kind of grew up that way. Uh Never, never really was into BMX, never was into mountain biking, anything. Um, So about three years ago, he's like, hey, you know, they got into it, come ride. And I'm like, why would I want to pedal up a hill?
3: When yeah, I have a right. throttle on my
1: dirt bike, you right. know, so it it didn't really. Uh, it, it's not something that it uh, you know immediately caught my attention. But so one day I, I went out and I suffered up the Clementine climb, which
3: I'm mm. sure you know
0: you guys yeah. both
3: have done as well. Yeah. Um, so
0: for people that are, are so I just, suffered up. For people that are listening and not from this area, Clementine's about three miles and. To get up to the culvert, which we just call that part of it, it's about twelve hundred feet of elevation over three miles. So it's a it's a it's a grinder. Yeah. It's definitely not fun, especially if you're you're not in bike shape. So go ahead.
3: Oh yeah, oh
0: yeah, it was bad.
1: Um, <laughs> so we got we got up to the top and went down culvert. And by the time we got to the bottom of culvert, I was hooked. I mean, it yeah. immediately gave me that that adrenaline rush that I'm used yeah. to from the dirt bike thing. Um, and I, I loved how like you can hoot and holler with your buddies and they're, they're right in front of you or right behind you. Uh, and honestly, three years later, like I don't even have a dirt bike anymore. So, I mean, that'll kind of tell you, that'll kind of tell you I mean, and I hope to have one at some point soon again, but um, I would honestly rather get out and ride my mountain bike. So that, that's kind of where I'm at, you know, and uh, yeah. I like, I like the social side of it. I've never been a guy that really jumps on the bike and go rides by myself. I would rather ride with somebody. And that's kind of why I started mm-hmm. MTB NorCal. Um, I met, it, weird, weird, oddly enough, Don didn't really go into the, the uh, details of how we met, but we both happened to be at a gas station randomly. Huh. And my wife and I were headed to the lake and he had pulled up and said, uh, nice boat or something like that. And I was like, nice truck. No? No, no. See, this is where we differ. Sean
2: actually said nice truck uh, before no. I said nice like, boat. So. See, this will, be, this will always be a topic of, uh, of I don't know, Debate. it will always be an argument. So um, his internet sucks, so I
3: win. It was, he said it first. <laughs> Go ahead. Touche. All right. Okay. So, so anyway, so he's like, We're nice boat, talking. and you're like, <laughs> dude, don't talk
0: about, about my, my wife like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, so uh, we started talking, and come to find out, we had a mutual friend, which which uh, our buddy Ben, who was a really good, cool guy, um, and like everybody does nowadays, we exchanged Instagram names. So right. that's kind of how we initially met. Uh, and then, I don't know, was it like six months or longer before we actually like put together a ride and we rode together up in Nevada City for the first time? Is that about right? Yeah, as is the story of
2: my life, I felt like I was the one pursuing and getting shot down, um, basically, <laughs> basically from like third grade <laughs> on. So uh, getting getting inviting him for a ride and him shooting me down was like no different than every girl through high school, college, right. and there on out, right? Um, so finally he decided to take the ugly kid to the dance,
3: and we did, we
1: did, a, we did a lap on hoot. And then,
2: um, I must have not have made a very good first impression because I didn't hear from him for like another six months, <laughs> so, you know. I just I don't, I don't know if it was my, my stunning good looks or uh <laughs> and he was just intimidated or, or I don't know, but
0: it, it was yeah. probably you talking shit to him for the whole ride. He was like, This guy's a dick, man. <laughs> I'm telling <laughs> you. Yeah.
2: Actually, that was faster than me back then.
0: I don't know. I like how I said I like how he said was, and back then
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I thought that somebody picked up on a- <laughs>
1: Well, he he also rides like 100% more than I do. Yeah. You know, he's got one of those jobs where you can get out and ride at lunch and ride early afternoon. And I unfortunately don't have that.
0: Yeah. Right. <laughs> and when he's close so he to caught the top, right. I mean, yeah.
1: yeah. I got Nevada cities in my
2: backyard. I mean, you know, from Nevada city, who Scott's, I'm maybe 15 minutes. Right. Um, so it's it's easy.
0: That's sweet. Yeah. That's good, good riding up there. So the two of you guys somehow or another met a gas station and then um,
3: <laughs> later on, so
0: right? I, it definitely sounds like the beginning of like a scary movie or a porno. I'm not sure yes. which one. <laughs>
3: exactly.
0: <laughs> but uh, either way. So, so then you guys are like riding together for like a year or a couple of years until you, till you finally decide to kind of start this thing or how, how'd that go? No, no. Um,
1: I think it, it wasn't very long, actually, at all. Like going back to my point about being like more of a social type rider, like, you know, I don't mm-hmm. I, like I said, I typically don't go out by myself and ride. Um, so I, I created this Instagram page really to, you know, connect with other riders in the area because I was new right. to it. I only had two other buddies at the time that um, that rode. And I mean, anybody that knows that has a buddy or two, it's real hard to like connect with them on a regular basis and be able to go ride together yeah. regularly. Um, and like I said, I've always been a social guy on that front.
0: And oh. there he goes. Like, uh, did it go out?
1: Yeah. So, come back, come back to us, Sean, you're back.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I'd live okay. every time that you praise. So,
3: <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs>
0: This this could be so I created the page basically
1: know. to, you know, meet new people. And um at one point I had rode with Don and I was really pumped about, you know, how positive and outgoing he was. And he you you ride with Don and you instantly know like he's super friendly. He's a great guy. He's really outgoing. He makes you feel comfortable instantly. You feel like you've been friends forever, instantly. And I was like I had this idea in my mind about what I wanted to do or create. Uh,
0: and then he dropped off. So can you pick it up from there, Don?
1: Yep. <laughs> let, let me take it from there. So um, what
2: the, what's funny is that he had the MTV NorCal Instagram actually for a couple of years, I think. And it was funny because he did a post and I followed the page or actually I didn't follow the page at that point. And I see this post and I'm like, Hey, wait, that's me. And I'm like, this must be this must be Sean's page. Um, so I started following it and I was like, hey, do you run it, you know, do you run an Instagram page? And he's like, yeah. And I said, well, first things first, you might want to learn how to spell mountain. Um, he, he had that wrong. So <laughs> let me let, let me fix that for you there, buddy. So after we got that fixed, I was like,
3: hey, if
2: you want me to contribute some, you know, some videos, whatever. Uh, I'll do that for you. And then uh, from there, like, honestly, it was probably a couple of weeks later where we started having the talk of what we wanted to do with the YouTube page, with the, the merchandise and giving back. So once we started writing and I corrected his spelling, uh, it evolved pretty quickly.
0: Yeah. Multiple I times. Hearing, I started hearing the buzz, like just from... I mean, obviously, I'm pretty well connected with the riders around here because of my channel and stuff. So, like, people were telling me, like, "Oh, have you heard of these MTB NorCal guys?" and and um, I just was like, "No, not really," you know. And, and they're like, "Oh, you should go ride with them." And, and to be quite honest, like, I always have somebody that wants to ride with me, like, all the time, you, you know. So it's like sometimes you want to ride by yourself. Sometimes you sure. want to ride just with your one buddy that's going through some shit. Or sometimes you want to yeah. like ride with the big group of guys or you know sometimes you meet up with that one dude from instagram that's been asking you for like six months and you feel like you keep blowing off you know like like for me it's like so when somebody's like hey somebody else that you should ride with it's like dude i really i have enough like i don't
3: need to ride with anybody else
0: and then um but i just kept hearing people talking about you guys and like oh no they're putting together these group rides and and then one day I was, you know, coming through through Auburn, you know, riding bike, and you guys were just down at the bottom of uh, stagecoach, hanging out there. I think you were either finishing a ride, or I think you guys were finishing a ride. And I just was like, "Holy crap! These they have like fifty people with them. Like, you, you guys are like pulling some like it wasn't in my head. It was like, oh, there's like they're pulling like you know some ten guys to get together and doing a little bit, of <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't real like. Nowhere in my head did it register that you guys were like putting together rides that were that big, you know? Yeah. And, and obviously that sense of community and camaraderie and like the way that you're running the rides, it has to like, it has to be put together well or people wouldn't keep coming and you wouldn't have that kind of turnout, you know? So, I mean, yeah. are, are you guys yeah. doing like like 100% no drop? How, how is it that you guys organize your rides?
2: Yeah, it's been kind of crazy the way that evolved. So I think our first group ride might have been a the the hangover ride, uh, if I remember right, um, in twenty nineteen. And you only know, had like 20 something people show up, which I thought was pretty Holy. good for, for you know, for New Year's Day. I was yeah. like, damn, people are dedicated. Um, and we had somebody I think come from Stockton and I was like, that's actually a pretty decent pull. And we yeah. had really just started out. And then as things progressed, um yeah. we did a big one just before covid hit that it was a no drop we had derek with us you know dialed health if i'm sure you know derek
0: oh yeah uh, he's been on BKXE's channel before
2: yeah and then yeah. we had we had steven godman so we i mean we had a lot of people yep. some some really good riders with us and i think we were like 45 deep we, you know a couple people wanted to bounce out when we got to the top of or i'm sorry to the bottom of culvert um well, wow, you just turn off all my lights <laughs> but, like, I just thank you. I went dark there for a second. Yeah, I, I was, was like, like, like
0: what, "What happened? Did, did the moon I change over there?" For those guys <laughs> that, that are, really are listening,
3: uh, he went, he <laughs> went from in
0: the spotlight to like in the dark corner of the room. It was like, yeah, "What I is
3: heard. happening?" <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> uh,
2: so, so the we like so we had like forty something. We lost a couple. <laughs> we picked a couple up, um but we typically do no drops, right? So on that ride, Sean ran sweep just to make sure everybody was good. um And then our last one we did we did in December, right as the COVID numbers were ramping back up, uh, and we didn't expect anywhere near. You were actually you were at that right? I mean, you saw it. Yeah,
0: the Grass Valley one or the Nevada City one. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and we were we we counted seventy three people, and we might have missed a few in there, but
0: I'm sure crazy. Yeah, and that was a fundraiser for. There was something particular you guys were raising money for at the time. Put that one back on. So what, what
2: was that? That one that's the one that's yeah, screwing me that's thank you one. yeah we found out um so that one was for bonk um you know bikers of nevada county so they've been working on some stuff and we're just trying to kind of help them out you know if you've ridden nevada city for for those people i guess that don't know is it's a, it's a really soft dirt um so once you get into like june july you know it's just going to be bad <laughs> it's yeah. gonna be lots of breaking bumps firms are blown out
0: yeah yeah um, definitely
2: it, and there's a lot of work that goes back into that so yeah. that was our main focus on that and they're working on some some new stuff that's kind of uh that will be legit so that was kind of what we were we were hoping for there
0: yeah i heard they're putting in a couple of trails that drop into scott's right
2: uh it won't go all the way to scott so it will actually stop before <laughs> the road uh, but they'll have a dedicated climb trail back. So what's good about that is I think it will keep some people off the people that just want to constantly shuttle. Mm-hmm. Um, this one you're gonna have to you're gonna have to earn those turns for real. So oh, wow. I heard it'll be a 22 switchback climb.
0: Oh wow, that sounds, yeah, buddy, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> that
2: Levo sounds better and better. right I
0: can tell you this now I'm in like great riding shape right now I'm probably even whenever I weighed like 205 like I'm still not I wasn't in as good of riding shape as I am right now and um with all that being said I still fucking hate climbing so
3: (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) I just do it faster but it's like it is not fun I like like I was talking to Seth on the uh podcast that we did last week or during the week, whatever it was, the last podcast. And uh, he was saying, you know, every there's all these different like parts of mountain biking that people enjoy. Like some people love to climb, some people love to descend, some people love to like do techie rolls some people like to do like slow tech some people like to do stuff that's super fast and jumps you know and it's like everybody has a different percentage of that part of mountain biking that they enjoy and for right. me the the climbing yeah. part is like low like i, I yeah. wouldn't give it up that's the thing with like the mat the e-bike stuff like yeah. like it sounds fun but i think the way that i would use it is like in lieu of a shuttle day kind of thing but um i i as much as i love Bitching and complaining about climbing, I do enjoy it to an extent. You, th- does that make sense?
3: Yeah,
2: you, you got you enjoy the pain a little bit, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah, you have to earn it, you know. I feel like that's what it is. Like you have to earn I,
2: it. I'm, I'm watching these comments over here, and it's I pretty agree, funny. That somebody it. said that I love climbing, but see, yeah. I don't not love climbing. Yeah, I, I really, I don't.
0: understand it though. I mean, like if you guys have ever ridden with uh, Aaron from MTB Adventures, like he loves to climb. Like PKXE is that way, he likes to climb. You know, like some guys that that's, that's like the part that's like really, like really fun, you know? And um, for me, it's just like a means to the end, you know what Correct. I mean? So it's like, I'm doing this so that I can descend really.
2: Right, agreed. It's, it's kind of like,
0: yeah. like I, I'm only riding bikes so I can drink beer. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Seriously. You're like, I earned those calories, baby, those right? empty calories, bring them back. Right. <laughs>
0: Like, yeah. like, you know, like yeah. Goonies, whenever they're down in the wishing well, and they're like, this one, this one was mine, and I'm taking it back. That's what I do with my calories when I'm drinking beer. I'm like, that one was mine, and I'm taking it back. <laughs> it's
2: like every 100 feet of elevation, I figure, is like a good half a beer, right? At so, least, man. I don't yeah. like your math
0: there. Well. I think like 100 feet elevation is at least three beers, dude. Come on.
2: Holy crap, man. <laughs> you're down in like a good Auburn day. You're like.
3: Holy shit! Yeah, man.
0: Well, you know, it depends on what you're drinking, right? I know Sean. He he likes the uh, the Trulies, right? The White oh. Claw.
2: <laughs> you know, White Claw. It is yeah. legit. White Claw. You go. You go to Sean's house Wait. in the summer. Dude, it's White Claw Central.
0: Right? He's got like a Christmas tree made out of it's, White Claw.
3: It's over laughing like, on the couch it's a right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, so we could spend two hours just talking shit, or we could talk a little bit more about uh, what's going on. So you guys, obviously. I do not
3: uh, have a White Claw right now. That oh, there
0: you go. Not a White Claw. He's like, I saw the faces that you made though. right before that. You were like giving your wife the wink, like, go get the
1: beer. Go get the real one.
0: (laughs) Quick, take this white claw out of my hand. Seriously. Yeah. Nailed it. Shot her a text. (laughs) right there you go so you guys had this you know you guys had some pretty big plans for this last i mean everybody did and then COVID like swoop in like like the grim reaper right and uh so what was it that you guys had laid up on the calendar last year that you're looking forward into coming out this year you take it, dawn because I'm gonna. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so um, <laughs> we we threw we're, we were working on something kind of big. Um, we're able to put it together. So we have dirt days that we've been working on. I don't know if you've seen any of the uh, of the hype around that, but um, really, what it is is trying to. You know, I don't know if you can see part of this. Is like it says share the stoke or whatever. So um, and building community, right? So. With Dirt Days happening up in Nevada City on May 8th, um, we're going to have a couple of different brands out there doing demos. Mm-hmm. Um, so Specialized will be out there. Here's a brand that a lot of people might not have heard of, but uh, Pyga. Have you heard of those guys?
0: No. What is that?
2: So Pyga is actually a brand out of uh, South Africa, believe it or not, that makes oh, some wow. uh, custom bikes. Um, and it's uh, Howie Zink is the guy that runs the distribution out of Reno. So Cam Zink's older brother. Uh, he does the stuff out of Reno. They'll be out there showing their stuff, Norco, uh, Rocky mountain will be doing demos and then we'll have a bunch of other brands out there with like a vendor alley, um, kind of making it call it. If you want to call it like a, a mini sea otter, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. much, much smaller scale. Um, but up here in Northern Cal, I saw a comment earlier where somebody said that we don't live. I think it was Jason who says we don't live in Northern Cal, but I'm going to call it NorCal cause I think it is
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> So uh, up here in NorCal. Right. Just something from Sacramento. Tahoe, Truckee, whatever, wherever people want to come from, come hang out, a uh, full day event. You know, we'll have group rides and clinics too. But just kind of really spreading that that community sense and meeting some new people. And the cool thing about like our group rides, I think the thing that I take the most away from, from it is that you have, call it 40 people that, you know, most of them don't know each other. And mm-hmm. then you see them riding together a month, two months, yeah. a year down the road. um this event seeing how that could bring some people together i think is going to be really cool
3: so
0: i'm on a few different facebook groups that that are like mountain bike facebook groups for our area and you see guys getting on there all the time like hey man i'm new to the sport i'm trying to like make some friends that want to do this and what you guys are doing is is perfect for that you know because it's not only it because it still feels weird to like just get on like a facebook page and you know like meet up with somebody but where it's like a like hey there's going to be like 30 people there or 40 people there or 50 people there like you can go you can meet some people you're going to meet whoever rides the same speed as you because that's who you end up like you, you end up balling up there you know like and uh so i think it's a really good thing that way and i i think the way that you guys have like structured this in a way to um Give back to the community is just—it's—it's it's just like phenomenal, and I think that you guys should be really proud of awesome. yourselves. Like yeah, honestly, do, like yeah, yeah like it's—it's definitely—it blows my mind. Like when we were up there at in Nevada City for that last last thing that you did, you know, right when it seemed like all right, we're we're done with the COVID, and then uh, so it's like <laughs> okay, and then you get thinking, oh, it won't be that many people there, so it'll be all right. And then it's like, oh shit, yeah. Ton of people
2: here. <laughs> yeah. We honestly expected, yeah. you know, it was all maybe 20 to 30 people with everything 30. going on because the numbers 30. were back on their rise. Yeah. yeah. And, and the next thing, you know, I mean, it's just like the parking lot's full and people are coming over. And I'm like, oh shit. Like, we're yeah. a the of people here. <laughs> so, you, yeah. you know, it, it, but it was awesome. man like everybody had a good time. We came back together at the end and being able to have those people go into Wheelhouse, right? Um, which is the restaurant that's up there, and, and go and spend some money there and buy some beer and buy some food. And they end up giving back 5% of their proceeds for the day
3: Oh, that's uh, awesome.
2: back, back to box. So um, we kind of worked that out, said, hey, we're gonna use your parking lot if that's cool. And they're yeah. like, yeah, it worked it out, but they gave back <laughs> money too because the owner of that restaurant rides too. So- um,
0: are cool. they planning on putting a bike shop in the restaurant as well? Like that's what I had heard. They
2: have talked about uh, there's a shop up here called you bet
0: Uh two guys
2: that are really cool, but you know, that little, if, I mean, it's hard people, I guess that this is gonna make much sense, but um, that little building that's in the middle of the parking lot, they're talking about converting that to a little shop.
0: Oh, I didn't even know what that was. I just I, Everybody always thinks it's a bathroom, but there's no bathroom there, right?
2: Yeah, I think it's just like a shed. <laughs> yeah, is that what it is? It's like a random building, yeah, right?
0: <laughs> They're like, yeah, let's throw this in yeah. the middle of the parking yeah. lot. That'll confuse the shit out of some people. So uh, hopefully you're you're targeting probably this event that you were talking about coming up and sometime after things lighten up a little bit with the whole... COVID situation and I mean it seems like you know we're, we're now at least here in California things are lifting and I know some of the other states back east like I talked to friends back there and they're like they're pretty much full on normal except for just wearing a mask so wow. yeah I mean it's, it, it's really That's strange awesome. I mean like when you listen like let's try not to get political but I mean it's just really strange like how different it is state to state you know mm-hmm. so but one way or another, you know, vaccines are rolling out. So I'm, I'm thinking, I'm hoping that this summer looks, you know, pretty clean. I was thinking about <laughs> setting a date for my, I used to do biker camp every year. And for whatever reason, last couple of years, I've had one reason or another that has kept it from happening. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to set a date. And then the other day I was like, oh, wait a minute, there's all this COVID stuff too. I should probably like <laughs> consider that before I go trying to get, you know, hundred and some people together or something like that. <laughs> right? So,
3: yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's we were trying to, to like,
2: plan it, kind of figuring, you know, we knew the vaccines were rolling out. Um, we're like, what's a good date? You know, May is obviously right a bike month, right? It's all about the yeah. bikes, so that yeah. kind of makes sense. Um, we knew when Sea Otter was happening, um, you know, TDS, we had heard that's kind of happened at the beginning. So we're trying to figure out something that kind of worked in between there.
3: Mm-hmm. So
2: I probably decided on May 8th. Um, I mean, people yeah. want to get back together. That's the one thing I've really noticed is as you yeah. talk to people, like people are longing to get out yeah. and to meet other sure. people and they yep. um, And I think that, I mean, what we're really hoping and is that we're on the tail end of that COVID to where the vaccines are out. People are comfortable to ride, we have a great event. I mean, we've yeah. had some places that are like, Hey, we wish we could could come and support you guys, but yeah. you know, we have nothing planned for this year at all. Yeah. Or we're not doing it until October. And it's like, okay. Yeah. You know, the vendors oh, just pushed,
0: awesome. Yeah. They just pushed Sedona back. And then, so did, did you, I heard you mention Sea Otter. Are they, is that still on, on track for April or is that pushed back uh, too? They
2: pushed back to October.
0: That's what I thought. Yeah. I thought they pushed yeah. that one back too. Yeah. So basically everybody's banking on autumn being good. So, correct. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, and like one of the people said in the comments, like Sedona's delayed. So they pushed it to November, But which is really weird to me because I feel like, man, if you are a person that travels to go to Sedona, it's like it's going to, for the mountain bike festival, you're going to be there in November and then come right back in March. Like it's only, I mean, it's cool, but man, I I don't know how well that's going to play out for, at least for me, like a person that has to go a good distance. It's like, uh, do I want to go in November or will I just wait for (laughs) March? and just call right. it, you know.
2: Right. A few months later, because, I mean, that's going to be, what, a 13-hour drive, right?
0: Yeah, it's or- like at least 12, yeah. yeah. Depends it's on how long. you drive, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we've driven it a few times, and then last time we we flew, and now we're lazy, so I think that's what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I mean, those, or- guys, those guys down at Spartan Rides, like, um, just they have so many great bikes that you can get, so it's like, yeah. you don't even have to worry about getting a bike like if you go down to sedona for like actually for the mountain bike festival to demo bikes you have to be on your a game to get the bike that you want you got to be there like when the gate opens at Mm -hmm. eight do the like there's like a running of the bulls have you guys been to sedona for the mountain bike festival no like it's literally like it's literally like hundreds of people running from when they open the gate to the booth to try to get like a yeti or or a santa cruz or whatever it is that they want to demo right so that whole first like like shot of bikes is like gone instantly so you gotta wait for those dudes to get back from whatever they're riding to be able to get one of those right or there's like you know like the weird sizes you know so if you're like five foot tall mountain biker like you're probably straight you know what i mean but if you're like riding a large you're screwed you know and like unless it's like some bike brand that you know not many people ride or whatever you know so um
2: i I feel like i feel like you just described like christmas at walmart and target yeah
0: yeah yeah. so (laughs) the nice thing about spartan rides is they're there in phoenix so we fly into phoenix we can get a bike right from them and we'll have a cool bike to demo while we're there ride that the whole time you don't have to pay to fly your bike or if you're not driving you know like you you can't you don't have to bring your bike and then so and they have a, they have a great fleet. So and then a lot of their guys go for the festival anyway. So like if you had like just say you broke something like somebody would probably just bring you another bike or something like that. Um, don't quote me on that. But my assumption is that they, they would take care of you because they, they seem pretty stand up there. That's Plus, that you get a good reason to ride in Phoenix as well. So like Phoenix has South Mountain there. It's like super fun so
2: i've only only been there i've only only been to phoenix i went to sedona once but it was uh you know it was no biking
0: yeah yeah (laughs) yeah i understand how it
3: goes
0: (laughs) it's funny yeah i used to not like ride bike when i traveled and now it's like whenever i go anywhere it's like one of the first things i'm looking up it's like oh well we're gonna go like the lady's like hey you want to come with me to uh wherever you know like bfe idaho because i'm gonna be like doing this thing i'm like yeah let me look at trail be okay with me i can fit that into the schedule you know? that looks good <laughs> yeah. she used to work with uh yeah marketing for like produce and so she used to go to what she would tell me is like this like um like bfe city in arkansas and she would just complain about it all the time and she'd be like oh god i gotta go back to arkansas and i'd be like yeah that sounds like it sucks i'm gonna stay here and watch football and drink beer <laughs> you know and then then um then one day i watched some video about about the walmart city over there with bentonville right and i'm yeah. like dude this place is sick i'm like hey where <laughs> are you going she's like yeah i was going to bentonville that's where i was going i was like what You've been there like <laughs> no, two times a year, and I could have been like going down there riding. I'm like, so when are you going next? She's like, oh, I don't do that kind anymore. I'm like, oh,
3: no. <laughs>
2: hey, I didn't cool. know it was like the self proclaimed. Was it like the self proclaimed mountain bike capital of the world? Like that's right? what you've been missing
0: out on. Right, exactly. So fortunately, she got a new job, and she's going back to Walmart <laughs> again. Whenever COVID's finally fucking over so. <laughs> score. Right. I'm like, it's about damn time you I'm do something. You. Right? Yeah, about time you did something worth my while. Right. Right. So thank God she doesn't listen to my podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. So um so tell tell me um what is it either one of you guys like, what is it that you love about mountain biking? What is it that 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 really like makes you want to go out and start this thing?
2: Sean, are you, are you, do you have, I'll let you go first and then I'll go.
0: Yeah, we'll go once you freeze. Yes. Um, okay.
1: So if you guys can hear me, the, what I love about mountain biking is really the camaraderie side of it. Like being able to like suffer up the hill with your buddy and then party on the way down or uh, all of that kind of stuff. For me, that's what it's really about. Um, going back to what I was saying earlier about being a moto guy or moto kid or whatever. You know, you grow up with your helmet on, and you you can pull out on the track with your buddy. But the uh, the whole time you're out there, you, you can't talk to him. It's you know, it's just you, which is cool. I've always been like into that kind of sport where it's just you and whatever you're doing. But I really like the side of it that. Uh, is the social side of it and lets you hang with your buddies and and all of that while you're riding uphill. And then every, I mean, you guys know, every time you stop at a trailhead, you end up talking to somebody and and BSing with somebody, you know, about their bike or the trail or the conditions or whatever it is. And I, I really do enjoy that part of it. So for me, that's, that's really what it is about like meeting new people, riding with new people. And when you're like, a stranger is in front of you and you both are hollering down the trail about how good it is. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that.
0: Yeah, no, a hundred percent. How about you?
1: Yeah. So I'll say I took it
2: up. Um, I was actually, I was big into windsurfing, um, you know, through my teenage years, twenties, thirties, uh, but living in grass Valley and driving down to Rio Vista or to San Francisco to windsurf. I mean, you're talking like an all day adventure. So, um, I really jumped on the bike because it was closer, right? I mean, it was just something that was easy. It's a 15-minute drive up the hill. I'm at the trailhead, and that's kind of where it started, and it was just all solo rides. Um, and then as you start, like, like Sean said, as you start meeting people, you know, I, I would say first with me, I guess it, it was the adrenaline rush, going downhill, kind of pushing that limit, maybe yep. going a little bit faster than I should. Yeah. Um you know, taking some crashes, <laughs> yeah. off and going at it again, right? But it kind of gave me that same feeling as windsurfing did.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um and then as I got better, I bought a different bike, and that's really what made me get on the bike a lot more is I bought a five thousand dollar Santa Cruz, and I was like, Well, crap, if I spent that much money, I better uh, <laughs> I better use this damn thing.
3: What were you riding
2: that point. And <laughs> what, uh what, were you know, what, right what I love about it now is it's that adrenaline rush, it gives me that fix on the adrenaline side. Uh-huh. Um But man, the people that I've met through this sport are some of the nicest people I've ever met. Um, You know, windsurfing—it's—it's a (laughs) kind of meet some stuck-up assholes. Uh, And I feel like most people in the mountain biking community are like really chill, really cool, want to talk and just have a good time. And I feel like that camaraderie, that friendship, that level is a lot different, and you don't see it in a lot of sports. I mean, I've talked to pros that are the nicest guys, and you just don't expect it. Where
3: it's so cool.
0: Yeah, definitely mountain bikers are, you know, for the most part, pretty humble and like pretty, pretty chill. And I think that's part of the reason that um, that the sport is like attractive the way that it is, you know. And I think that's also, you know, kind of why when I started my my YouTube channel, the reason that I did was like I was watching some of the other channels and I just wasn't seeing the guys out there on their channels that were like the guys that I rode with, you know, the ones that are just like ragging on each other and and you know bitching their way up the climb and like drinking a bunch of beer whenever they're like those are the guys that i've been riding bikes with for like the last 20 years and like not in just this area i mean i started riding bike in in pennsylvania on the other side of the country so it's like different people all over the place like those are the guys that like to me that's what a mountain biker was you know so it was like i wanted to start my channel and be like kind of show that you know like hey this is this is fun. When I got together with my lady, she had mountain bike before with with her her one of her exes and uh the experience that she had wasn't like that. You know, it was like, you know, go out to the pain cave and get like, you know, <laughs> lectured about why you're doing everything wrong or something like that. And so like when we first started mm-hmm. dating, she went out and rode and she's like, "You guys are just like having fun." Like like, you know, it would be like She's like, oh, I don't want to hold you up. We're like, no, dude, we want to stop. You know, like, like let's just have, <laughs> that's what this yeah. is about you know having a good time. So
3: yeah,
0: um, and I think that uh, that's the thing that I like about mountain biking. Like, even when you have somebody that is just like crazy good, they're not sitting there like all oh, bent out of shape, you know, and twit, you know, twiddling their thumbs, make you feel like you're a loser. Instead, they're like, dude, right. that was awesome, good job. Like, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. You know, like,
2: I'll say one of the coolest things is I've met. I remember I'll, I'll give you an example. I remember right in Nevada city. I talked to some people on Instagram and I showed them up, you know, going up pioneer, you have that jump line, uh, just yeah. before conservation road, the little half pipe section. Yeah. Yeah. And this guy, well, I've never written it, man. I don't know. Like I don't know about that jump. And I was like, Hey, I'm like, I'll tell you in if you want, uh, and, and we'll give it a go. So, you know, you tell them in, in the stoke level that you see from somebody that is just hit, this jump, that gap, whatever, for the first time, and yeah. you had that little piece of it. Yeah, dude, that's a whole other feeling, and it's just that's. I think that's probably my favorite part is when you see somebody do something that they haven't done. I mean, Sean's a great example. Like A couple of weeks ago, um, hit two gap jumps that he's never hit before, right? And just like,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
2: holy shit, man, you hit it, you know? And he's yeah. stoked, and I'm stoked, and everybody's yeah. stoked. Like that's awesome. Like, yeah, I don't, you don't see that in a lot of other places.
0: Yeah, no, it's definitely a good time it's super you know the it, there's so much to mountain biking that i love i mean obviously we could keep going on and on but like uh i think that that you guys definitely hit on like the, the biggest one and i think it's the it's the camaraderie you know that's i think there there's parallels between mountain biking and when i was in the military and that that's like part of it it's that camaraderie you know i always say you got to do shit that sucks together to like to be closer you know what i mean like that's yes. why like that's why you have good friends. You know, you, like you did that shitty climb together. or Like when we were in the military, it was like, dude, we fucking were out in that crappy ass weather, walking around for way too long, with way too much weight on our shoulders or whatever it was, you know? And and that those shitty experiences are what like bringing you closer. And I think that's what's cool about mountain biking is you're like volunteering for the shitty experience, but then like getting the, you know, the stoke out of it all. So definitely yeah. good. So, yeah, So you guys, you guys had um obviously just started with the two of you, but you guys have a core group of other guys that are like part of MTB NorCal too. So how did how did how did they kind of come about? Like you you guys have Ashley, which a lot of people might know from being on the uh Cali Roddy channel. Um in the uh the what is it called? The trailhead troopers. He's he's the fast talking <laughs> <The> trailhead troopers, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: So I mean, it, you, guys, you guys got some people yeah.
0: shooting, shooting um, photos and stuff like that. So like, where where did you guys come up with the other other like core members of the group?
3: It's
2: funny because I'm watching. Like I said, I'm watching um, this comment, but it's like a bunch of people that are like that core group. It's just kind of odd that yeah. you bring that up.
1: Yeah, I think it, I think it all came from. Uh, we met Ashley on, uh, I, was it the was it the second or third group? I think maybe it was the one we did with Derek. Was that right, Don? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So we had met him on that group ride and he showed up with his backpack full of camera gear and was like, you know, on his e-bike, I want to run and take pictures with you guys or of you guys. And uh, his attitude was just like awesome. It all yeah. about it. And um, you know, we just were like, dude, we got to have this guy as part of MTB NorCal and then um, Brian Gong who is the He's like the Yeti ambassador for NorCal. He's one of our ambassadors. Bike Some Jay, which I'm sure sure all these guys in the comments have seen his videos. He's one of our ambassadors. So just guys that we've connected with along the way, you know, that have kind of had that same stoke level or or whatever that, that, you know, we kind of aligned with and and understood the mission and was all about kind of what we were about and what we wanted to do and share that excitement level. We've kind of just tried to, you know, bring those people along to spread the word because if, you know, we can't be in Santa Cruz or we can't be in Napa and for us, we want to try to cover all of NorCal, you know, and, and give back to every trail system or community within NorCal and, um, if we can align with people that uh in those areas that kind of have the same thing and want to do the same thing we want to do it it just it's all good stuff you
0: know so, and so it only, the, it only so an ambassador is <laughs> it by your the way that you're explaining it, is basically like somebody that's going to kind of run like a little local mtb norcal group thing where they're at it's not like you guys are like like sponsoring them buying them bikes and wheels and shit right
2: don't say that again. I so, <laughs> so already know that the emails are coming. So I'm, I'm waiting for the DMs to start blowing out, like slide in, like, hey, Robert said.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, <laughs> it's something that just like kind of understands our, our side of it. Like, what we're trying to do uh, is cool with it, you know, um, kind of spreading that love, like, like Sean said, so kind of spreading the good word in those areas that we're not at. Mm-hmm. uh and just kind of bring some awareness that might not be out there and it's it's actually worked out pretty well so it's been, mm-hmm. it's been good but no no free bikes
0: i heard you say you started mtb norcal you got a five thousand dollar bike that's what i heard
3: <laughs> <laughs> he, he did totally. say that he did say that
0: <laughs> sold the boat and now you got all this bike money so you're like hey <laughs> I wants to be sponsored hit up first thing you gotta do is go by their instagram follow them and tag four of you yeah. and then
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's exactly yeah. right. I, will,
3: I will say one of
1: our goals is to work our way up to being able to <laughs> give away a bike as a donation you know we, we've been working a lot on getting our nonprofit status and uh being able to to give back to the, the all the trail systems um, along those lines would be awesome if we can get to a point where we can do like a bike giveaway or something, yeah. you know, would, would yeah, just be rad.
0: So for people that are, are outside of California listening to this, um, you can't do a giveaway in California, just to make a long story short, you just can't do one unless you're a nonprofit. So like if you're a nonprofit, you can do a raffle. That's the word I was looking
3: for. Like
0: you can't can't do that in California otherwise because who knows? So anyways, like basically there's a lot of perks then, you know, with being a nonprofit. What's that process like, or what do you guys have to do? Like go like donate a child or something like that or... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there's yeah. definitely a lot of red tape.
2: So, not which one I want to give up. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs>
0: like take this one up on top of the hill and take his heart out, and then you get your nonprofit. <laughs>
3: no,
1: so, there, it's a there, there's a lot of red tape, a lot of paperwork you've got to go through, um, and really it's it's like it's more of a waiting game. It seems in anything whether they're going to you know approve you or, or whatever the all of the stuff that California that you have to deal with, it kind of sucks because whether you, you know, whether you're a nonprofit or not, you, you the, the whole fundraising side of it is the tough part of it, right? Are you right. are you doing a raffle to fundraise for, for your organization or to give back? It just, mm-hmm. there's so much red tape involved with it. You've got to cover all your bases for sure. Mm-hmm.
0: So is that something that you guys think you'll see through this year? Like it, it'll come together or is it like- We're hoping. Long to take, yeah, so yeah. sometime this year. yeah.
1: Yeah, right. we're really hoping, we're hoping it'll be, it'll be before the event, you know, we've got everything kind of in the works for that. So we're hoping it'll be before May 8th. Um, mm-hmm. Got our fingers crossed for that. If it's not, then we'll we'll work around that. But um, we've already, you know, we're already on our way to being a corporation and the nonprofit is what comes next. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, we're, we're well on our way.
0: Right on, man. That's super exciting, dude. So you guys um, mentioned yeah. a bunch of, of, of bike companies for your event that you're getting together. So do any of you guys have, I, I'm assuming that none of you guys didn't have any kind of like bike connection, like industry connection before you started this. And you guys have just kind of made all these connections just from people showing up your rides. Is that how it happened?
2: Yeah, I, I'd say- Pretty uh, much, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we've gotten kind of lucky. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we know one of the guys, like one of the specialized reps used to work at one of the local shops. Um, and then there's actually a guy out here in uh in grass valley that put on um the fat tire festival i don't know if you heard about that last year uh-uh. in, well, in 2019 so like basically yeah. they shut down nevada city um and they kind of had like a little vendor event with some beers and whatever so he was able to give me some contacts super cool guy that's shane uh so if he's watching shout out to that guy uh-huh.
3: um,
2: and then, you know you meet one rep and you tell them what you're doing and then they're like oh this is awesome hey i really like working with so and so and so and so and so and so,
3: mm-hmm. and you're
2: like, okay. So you start reaching out to them, and they're like, oh yeah, I'm all about it. And they start giving you names, and it's how that progressed. It happened really quick. I was kind of surprised, um, but you know, it's a couple Definitely. of key and they're willing to to help spread the word. I think what really helped was the shirt that Sean was wearing when we gave that money back. Um, a guy that we know at Specialized got us in touch with somebody at Fox, who got mm-hmm. us in touch with somebody at santa cruz right and then you yeah. can build a network pretty quick
0: yeah yeah totally that's awesome we, yeah, we I really could see us really <laughs> lining up together for the, whenever i can do the next whenever we can do the next biker camp i could really see us lining up together and trying to like to make an event because the last biker camp that i was about to do before um just whatever every, for whatever reason that it didn't come together like there's a big huge area in Downeyville called the um loop. Oh shoot, I'm drawing a blank right now.
2: The, uh, the the lure, Is the it lure. The lure? that's it,
0: yeah. The lure, yeah. yeah. And you can ride to it from town, but there's enough like there's enough. Oh, op- they have like a big open field that you could put like <laughs> a couple hundred tents into, you know, like you could go out and set it up so that there's just a shit ton of people. And what I was doing was like kind of like what you were talking about i was talking to different bike companies that had you know uh, a demo van that they could roll out and get some demos out there and real quick like it 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 could be real fast that we turned into we have our own like festival and that to me like when i've done the the biker camps which i'm sure you guys probably get the same feeling from your rides because you're getting that kind of turnout like having like 60, 70 people there that are just stoked to be there because of something that you set up and like seeing that, like 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 for me, the like just standing back and just watching everybody like drink beers and hat, like talking about their ride of the day and like it makes you feel good. Like that's like yeah. you're impacting people's lives and hopefully for the better, right? You know, like they got outside, they weren't, you know sitting on their couch watching youtube you know like they went out <laughs> and like did something you know and, and i think that's that's really cool man so yeah I, you
2: know yeah. i think i can say like after our group ride in nevada city I, i'd say that's a high that lasts for a good couple of days just being like yeah you know we pulled it off this many people came it wasn't a it wasn't a cluster f yeah. <laughs> you know, like as much as it could be when you get that many people on a trail system um with yeah. a lot of like should we break it into groups and yeah. have some people go on minors, some go on on who, some go on Scotts and yeah. Sean? I suggested it. and Sean's like, nope. Like, this is a group ride. Like, we're doing it together. Yeah. And I think that ultimately was the best way because yeah, you know, as you come back, you're just like, holy crap, man! Like, what a rad day. That person sent that jump. This person did that. Yeah. You know, I don't. do you see the train that we posted? I mean, literally, I counted, and it's 22 people back to back to back to back just set in a jump and you're like dude that is rad like,
0: <laughs> that was weird. I didn't see that where, where what jump was it
2: it was the yeah. you know as you're coming down yeah. you, you have that jump line and then there's that left berm with a jump towards uh-huh. the bottom yeah, it was yeah. that last jump before that berm and it's literally just it's 22 people and on oh, tiktok right. you know tiktok it sounds crazy it, um i put it to the i put it to crazy train i put it to crazy yeah. train and
0: dude that <laughs>
3: thing like blew up <laughs> like
0: right just that's awesome, man. So, I've seen on your Instagram that like there's some kind of cards system deal that you guys. What's, what, can you guys talk to me about the cards?
2: Sean, I'll let you talk.
0: Okay, so I can talk to you. So, uh, the
1: <laughs> the uh, the crew card we call it. It was actually Ashley's idea, and at first I didn't really get it either. But I mean, it's it's turned out to be such a cool thing. And and what it is is so it started out as almost like a business card thing. So we first started giving those out, right? Because they're obviously cheap to make. Right. Um, but try to carry a business card in your mountain bike shorts and it's not going to last one ride, let alone two. Right. <laughs> you know? So uh, we, we got them made out of this plastic material that's that's pretty darn durable. I mean, Jay Bikeson even used it as an ice scraper for his, his window, <laughs> which is pretty funny. Um, well, well, so so the, the the idea behind it is, take a picture of it on the trail if you're or with your bike or yourself out riding, and tag us in it. And what what we will do is we put the all those pictures into a file, and we draw from those files every now and then, and we'll send you a hat or a shirt or whatever you know, just just some some piece of swag to to stoke you out for, uh, for spreading the love. Cause for us, that's what it's about. You know, we don't, we don't, we don't put these hats on our heads to put money in our bank accounts. You know, it's really right. to put money in the trail builders hands. So uh-huh. that's the whole goal behind this whole thing, um, is to really help support Northern California and really try to better our mountain biking community. You know, there's, there's so much land that can be developed to make new trails or make the trails better or whatever and we also need to have those advocacy groups and advocacy within ourselves to help all the new people i mean just how how much since covid have you seen the trails explode like there's so many more people out there and so many people that don't necessarily know trail etiquette you know which is huge it is it's in the trash we find along the trails like uh it's kind of sad in a way you know so being able, be able to just get the word out and, and cover kind of all our bases uh, i think is huge you know i think it really is and
3: no, i think it either- it's huge
1: for everybody bike shops everybody
0: yeah And a while ago i saw you guys i mean this is obviously the pandemics can keep screwing stuff up but i remember you guys were talking about doing a like a trash cleanup day on like a certain yep. trail system where it was like hey let's go out there Cause especially like when everybody, when the lockdown was in like full force, I I know Auburn just turned into, and I, I'm sure this resonates with every trail system across the U.S. during that. Like, it just got ridiculous. Like, I just yeah. remember climbing Clem and just, it, it, you could like trash bag, bag of McDonald's, bag of freaking water bottles. Yeah. Like, yeah. Masks. Yeah. Like all that stuff, like all the way up the trail. And it's, you know, whenever I started mountain biking, it was back in the nineties and, and it was like a bunch of outdoorsy grubby hippies that got me into it, you know, (laughs) like, right. You know, so they already had that mindset, right. You know, like pick, pack in, pack out, kind of like, so, and, and, and that's kind of, you know, as I, I've grown older and, and been riding, you know, like I, I lay that on the people that are newer around me as well. Like, dude, pick that shit up. It fell out of your pocket, you know, or like, You know, you're riding along, you see something, you just stop and just pick it up because like it's the right thing to do, right? Because we we've all like reached our hand in our pocket and you got done with the ride and that goo packet's gone. You're like, oh man, that sucks. You know, so like why not pick it up whenever you see it? But man, the trails like COVID, like there was a lot of people out there, not necessarily all bikers, that were just no sense of of like the beauty of why you're out there, like it like it's crazy. Like these people are going out there to hike, to like see something pretty. And then they're just like mm-hmm. dropping trash all over this place. Right? It's like, that's, that's I like, that's like so yeah. counterproductive to like what you're doing. You're like, this place is beautiful. Let's go out there and it's an ugly and yeah. hell,
3: you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I think Ask
2: that's the, of the other thing is you, like a lot of these trails, we go through residential areas too, right? And so it's, we got to kind of keep that relationship good because that's a quick way to, to cause some tension. So um, doing our part to make the locals and stuff happy as well. So,
0: Yeah, especially, I mean, I know like Nevada City is pretty susceptible to that because like that climb yeah. coming up, up, for people that aren't from around here, there's a pretty fun trail system there and there's a about a four mile road climb that most people end up taking in, instead of riding up the downhill two way trail that really <laughs> should be downhill. But um anyway It should be one I way know,
1: trail. Yeah, yeah. It
0: should be. But um basically like there's a lot of people that own homes up that road and, and if people are like throwing cr- trash and crap all over the place, like that's gonna that's gonna stop the the community for from voting to say, yeah, let's put some more trails in. They're gonna be like, No, oh, yeah. screw that, man. We don't we don't yeah. need these people around here. Look at what they're doing to our property, you know? Yeah. So
3: exactly. Yeah. It's definitely
0: um, definitely interesting to to think about in that those aspects. I mean, know. it's a
3: yeah
1: yeah. It's a good and bad problem to have. I mean, our yeah. our all of our bike shops, as you guys know, are are sold out of bikes. Their service is a month out, um, yeah. which is great. It's a great problem to have, and it's it's great that this you know the sport or people want to be out and about. But uh, the way that some go about it they need to rethink it you know
0: yeah here's an idea for you guys i was thinking about doing i think because you guys have the pool that you do it probably would be a good a uh, good thing is i thought that it would be fun to get a bunch of people together for like a swap meet but like let me explain it because it's like a little different like what i was thinking would be was, all the stuff that you have in your garage that you just won't throw away but you know you're never <laughs> going to use right all the like just the bike stuff right i have a box full of bike parts right yeah i don't give a shit about but i won't throw them away right but like (laughs) if you got everybody to come up there and bring their crap and then you can just take whatever you want like like the idea is not you're buying anything or if it's something that's high dollar like you could borrow it with somebody else that had something that you wanted but like the idea would just be like, dude, there's somebody there that's walking through is like, dude, I need a 10 speed derailleur. Why does this guy got three of them in this box? Like, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't need it. I know I'm never gonna use it again, you know? Or it's like, hey, here's an oval chain ring that I felt like was worn out or it was too big or it was too small and it's just- Yeah.
3: When, when, when
2: you started that idea, I heard a really loud yes from downstairs from the lady. Yeah. But then when she said I could take some stuff, then it was a hard stop.
0: So right.
2: <laughs> uh, if I'm only giving stuff away, I think that she's like all about it, right? Yeah, yeah, right. If we're going back, I might be a dead man.
0: Yeah, <laughs> right. Well, you know, you just don't have to tell her about oh. it. Right? Like, oh, no, I, I've had this one. <laughs> Did she sit there? Yeah, I've always had this one in that box. Man, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh. <laughs> So um, comments are
3: various. Yeah.
0: <laughs> right. So what do you guys what are you guys thinking um as far as um kind of like what what areas do you want to venture to outside of of kind of your your go-to right now is mostly auburn Nevada City kind of kind of stuff, right? Right. So, so what yeah. do you th- like let's just We'll we'll speak hypothetically that there's no no um COVID going on and like kind of plans that you're you're thinking of at that time. Like, what do you what kind of areas are you thinking about setting stuff up at?
2: So um, Santa Cruz is is, a, is on the quick list. Um, yeah. You know, it's just a mecca, right? Like, and I think that a lot of people have ridden there, and just the trails out there, yeah. there's so much fun, and there's so much stuff I haven't even explored down there.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, so that's one. You know, we do have, and that's where we have Gong. Um, and then we have obviously you talked about Bikesom in Napa. So uh, we actually already talked to the to the bike park or not the bike park, but the state park out there. Um, they saw one of our posts and kind of started tagging us and some stuff. So we might be able to get something working out there.
3: From Skyline. Uh,
2: maybe Bikesom. I see his comments here. Angwin.
0: Uh, Angwin. Oh yeah, Angwin's super fun.
2: So we kind of talked to them and they were like, "Hey, like maybe we can do an event out here." And I was like, "Wow, man!" They reached out to us. Yeah. On one of his comments and was like, hey, maybe we can do something. I was like, "Well, wow, that's pretty rad. The, the park's reaching out to us to do an event and bring some awareness. Yeah. Um, and then I think as yeah. we go up North Bay, you know, as you go up to, uh, I, I want to get up to Humboldt. Somebody made a comment that, you know, Humboldt's where it's at. Yeah. Um, and I think getting up there would be super rad. And then even into uh, like Shasta Reading area, I think those are like the immediate ones that I see.
0: Yeah. I haven't ridden in Humboldt. There's, agree. there's stuff up there.
2: I haven't ridden there either, but everything I've had so many people reach out that are like, you have to come ride humble.
0: Really?
3: Um,
2: you know where else I've heard, and it's kind of a good one, is outside of Fresno. Like as you go towards Oakhurst, there's supposed to be some just uh, and-
0: I rode.
3: another to- like, like, like,
0: no, like heard some,
3: out there somewhere.
0: I rode some stuff around that area because you're like right around Yosemite, right? Yeah. Yeah. I rode yeah. this trail out there called 007 it was sick. Like, see, it, and it it was, uh, we shuttled it, but I'm sure you could climb if you wanted to. But, like, there was some fun stuff for sure over there. We were dropping elevation fast, but, like, it was rowdy. It was a really good time.
2: See, that sounds fun to me. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. those kind of key spots, those, you know, I think if you hit the, those kind of meccas, the bigger areas, I think we can spread out from there. But uh, bring some awareness to those pieces.
0: Right on. Are you guys thinking about doing some kind of, like... Like overnight, kind of camping, kind of thing, like what I was talking about, or just mostly just like show up, ride, and, and split kind of events.
2: It, it started. I yeah, think we we're had thinking. About that. Oh, okay, Sean, I'll take this one. So, <laughs> 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 internet's breaking up.
1: <laughs> we so, need, uh, need, like paddles. Like you go, you go, you go. I'll
2: go. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, new format. So, right. um, new it, form. I think really, yeah. the the best way to start that is we've seen the pool that we have on group rides. Uh-huh. So. You know, overnight is a possibility, but I think we start off with a group ride, see what kind of reception we get, and then we take that kind of what we learned from that one group ride, that experience, and then expand it into something bigger, better. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've realized that teaming up with a restaurant, uh, like we did at Wheelhouse in Nevada City on our last one, that worked really well because we all had a place to go hang out after the yeah. afterward, and that really just kind of built that even better. And then people are like, dude, when's the next one? When's the next one?
3: Yeah.
2: Um, so I think that if we can do something like that group ride, we're going to go hang out here afterwards and kind of get some place involved. that's kind of has the same beliefs that we do and sees yeah. the picture. I think it's the best way to do it. And then yes, we start branching that into overnights. Like let's go camp and let's go. Kick about, it.
1: Yeah, we talked about that kind of early on because uh, we both love camping. So we were like, where can we go camp and ride some epic trails, you know, yeah. two days in a row. So. Yeah. Um, we definitely talked about that and then it just, you know, COVID obviously shut so much stuff down and we, in the very beginning, we like everybody else, we still wanted to get out and ride and we were catching a lot of flack from people, you know, so we kind of backed off what we were doing or what we wanted to do, but, yeah, uh, yeah. With, within and within, I mean in Northern California, within a three hour drive, pick a direction, you can yeah. pretty much ride something super killer and spend a whole weekend doing it, you know, yeah, or yeah, go yeah. in the Downeyville area, you can go from Downeyville to Mount Huff to all that stuff and make a weekend of it. And oh man, you just you're gonna go home with the biggest smile on your face there is.
0: Yeah. Have you guys ever climbed Mount Huff? Do you always settle. <laughs> Shuttle. No, I, I know somebody who
1: has.
0: I've never climbed it, but I mean, it, I, I've seen people climbing it whenever I was I've driving. I've heard of back. people
2: climbing it.
3: Yeah.
2: When, when you saw them climbing, did you stop and talk to them?
0: Oh, hell no, dude. I was like, what's wrong with this guy, dude? There's <laughs> something wrong with him.
2: So we, we self shuttled it once, and as we were yeah. bringing our vehicle back down, we saw three people climbing, and I asked the one guy, but he just looked like he was hurting. And I think right? it's like a 10-mile climb. Probably he was mile seven, and I was like, So, how is it? And he just it's like, Okay, so shuttles it is.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. I love Huff, (laughs) yeah, yeah. So, that's crazy. Like, to to do that climb, it's just that I want to go back there to Mount Huff. It was super fun, but it is so fast, it's like you know, what is it? 10 miles of, of, of 10 or 11. I think it's 11 miles of downhill there, but you're done in like an hour, you know? Yeah. It's, like, it's not like Downeyville where it's okay. It's 14 miles, but it's like, you session this, you session that, right. you know, you hang out here at the, the, the river and bullshit for a minute. And like, there, yeah. there's less, plenty of places that like turn that into like easily a, three hour, you know, descent or something like that, you know, but whenever you have something like, like Mount Huff, where it's just like, it's just fast. It's just like, let go of the brakes. And you're like, boom, you're down. Like there's not that. That's the only reason that I didn't go this last summer up there was because it, it was like, man, it's such a long drive. And unless like we were considering like camping up there somewhere and like doing like four or five laps in a day, it just seemed like it was like, or it was to me also like if i had somebody newer that i could take because it's super it's not really technical it's just Mm -hmm. it's just fast you know so like if you're not if you're not fast you're just gonna go at your speed down the hill and and so that would be the other reason that i would have went is if i had somebody that was a little newer and like hey let's go up here you can see what you know 10 miles of downhill feels like and then (laughs) tell me how much you don't like mountain biking anymore. Right.
2: <laughs> I'll tell you though, when you come around that one sweeping right corner and it's all exposed on the left side and uh-huh. you're hauling, that's a little scary.
0: Yeah. Is it down towards the bottom? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah.
2: That part made my, my butt bucker. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Like I almost went off the trail a couple of times and I was yeah. like, okay, that, that was scary.
0: Because I remember the top, like when you're leaving the parking lot, it's a little little like saucy, like right for the first like quarter mile or something like that. And then after that, it was I just remember just going so fast. And yeah. like by by the time we got to the bottom, like my brakes were like just tinging and popping, and like <laughs> pads were shot. Like it was yep. like holy crap, dude. Like they're just everybody at the end of that ride was like my one buddy had those uh galfer pads and his yep. his his brakes weren't howling, and we were all like, "What pads are you?" Like, he probably sold twenty pairs of pads that day, dude. Just
3: talking <laughs> about his brakes, <laughs>
0: like that. Play it's definitely fun. I, I haven't. Have you guys ridden uh, Mill Mill Valley Mills Peak? Mills Peak? Have you ridden that? I have it. I'll tell you. So when no, we were talking, but about I want
2: what we want to do in Downeyville. It's we want to do. We want to get a group. Yeah. And do the trifecta. Yeah. You know, so you you go half. I think you go Huff, Downeyville, Mills Peak all in the same day.
0: Yeah, yeah, that would be fun. Yep.
2: That would be yeah. sick. That,
0: that would be great. a lot of like, like coordinating in the same day. I mean, you have to get cracking early. You probably sleep at home oh, have to- so that you can just start like right out the, down the hill. And then, cause yeah, yeah that's a, man, and that's so, a lot of, I mean, that's a lot of descending.
2: If So if you do it right, Again. if you get with Yuba, you can rent the whole van. And they'll oh do yeah. All three that
0: right. makes sense. That makes sense. So then,
2: uh, that would be, can yeah. you imagine how much fun that would be?
0: Oh, that sounds awesome. Oh, so that's a so long if day.
2: They up, if they open yeah. back up, that's on our short
0: list. There's an event that yeah. they do up there too. I can't, I don't know if you guys remember the name of it. Maybe somebody in the comments can throw it up, but I know they do an event up in that area every year and it's like, kind of it's on like some kind of private property that's in that like gray eagle kind of area and then every then the people that are at the event you know kind of like self-shuttle themselves or maybe there's some kind of shuttle service that they're paying for as well but it's not i don't think there's something I, by the event but it's like basically
3: uh, the the
1: uh it's the C- sierra something right um it, w- we follow
3: on instagram quick. Is
1: that what quick
2: yeah. was- what is it I see tower to town in the comments there. No
0: tower to town is that's Downeyville. That's gone all the way all, all out. No,
3: uh, oh, okay.
0: but it anyways, there, there's an event. So that area up there, I know uh, moonlight was telling me that whenever he had went to the event last time that the person that owns the property or whatever, that they're real, like open to like having other events up there. So they're like, yeah, dude, if you guys want to do it, let's, Let's set it up. So he was saying it was really cool because you were kind of like in the middle of all, all three of those places. So it was really easy to go and like set it up, you know, where it's okay. like, Hey, we can go here. It usually is in like, I want to say like June or something like that. June or July, probably July. Cause
1: yeah, it's, like- something, it's something it's mm-hmm. I'm trying to find it, but it's something base camp up there and there. Um, their property is, like, it's just at the base of the the Sierras outside of Truckee off of, what is that, 89 that goes out towards Downeyville. So they're out that way. Uh, uh, we actually talked yeah, to yeah. the guy. They do, like, they do four-by-four four events. But, yeah, they have a big, like, um, they have a big... Uh, ranch out there that you can rent or whatever and put on your event and they'll take you and shuttle you all around. It's pretty cool. Like I can't seem to find yeah. them right now. But
0: yeah, I yeah, know exactly what you're talking
2: about. So bad, don't try it. Don't don't start searching because you're gonna mess something up. So
0: just stop. yeah, right. You're using too many of your internets, man, you're gonna <laughs> your internet coins are gonna be gone. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> so last day of the month is data is all gone.
0: Right. Good stuff. So, um, <laughs> You, are you guys, you guys are still working a nine to five jobs. You like, are you guys retired or like self-made approach. millionaires? What's nope. going on here? So this is, this I is wish. Completely, yeah. completely like a passion project outside of your day-to-day job. So
2: yeah, this is, you know, we do our, our daily grind, take care of that, take care of the family. And then, uh, you know, as you can find some of that time to squeeze some stuff in or some text throughout the day kind of bouncing some ideas off of one another and, you know, how, how do we do it? So um, yeah, it's been a lot of work, especially like this event that we're putting on. It's, it's a lot, but I think the reward that we'll get from it and seeing how everything comes together, you know, it's worth it. It'll pay off, but it's a, it's been time consuming, but yeah, it's just a passion
1: project. What kind of, it? it really is. Go for it.
3: Anything oh, else? I was just
1: going to agree with Don that, yeah, It I mean, it, it's basically what it is. It's, it's not something we ever, uh, started to put money in our pockets or, you know, or anything like that. It was more just to connect with the community really.
0: Mm-hmm. What kind of advice would you give to somebody that wanted to start this? That's, you know, some, some other place other than Northern California. <laughs>
3: <laughs> don't, don't take us.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I would Steve say look, brought it out there, there. there's right. just real quick. Yeah, there's a uh, the lost, lost era yeah. convergence. That's what it was called. Ah, yes.
1: yes. That's right. yep. Yeah, Those guys, I was just the adventure outpost, I think is their Instagram yeah. from what I found, but yeah, they have a, uh, they have a pretty cool piece of property at Portola, I guess is where it's at.
0: Okay. So we, we uh, but, threw a monkey wrench in there. So sorry. <laughs> back <laughs> to The question was, uh, what advice that you guys would give to some people that wanted to start something like this in their town
1: i think that you just have to have that that passion for other people you know can't just it's not about yourself um like a don had mentioned earlier the the reason why we kind of wanted to do this is because we both work pretty demanding jobs and then we we also have family so it's hard for us to get out and actually put the time in to dig on the trails, you know, as much as we may want to, it's tough, you know, when you work uh, a full-time demanding job and you've got two days out of the week to yeah. do your family activities and all that other stuff. So um, I, I think if, if, if somebody had the, the passion to get out there and, and really just put it, put it before themselves and, and, you know, get out there and, and uh, make it more about the community than it is about themselves, then it's really what it takes is that passion to connect with writers, put people together. And it, it, it's hard to put like into words, I guess, for me. Don, you're good at words. Sean's
0: better better at words, I bet you Don. (laughs) Sean
2: Sean says that I'm better Yeah, he sends me stuff and then he's like, hey, can you revamp this for me before I post it? I'm not sure. He Uh, first
0: picks all the spelling.
2: (laughs) Yeah, you know, apparently it's I before A in mountain.
3: Um, So, you know, I think-
0: uh, (laughs) You know it wasn't even spelled. He just had a little picture of a mountain and you were like, what's that mean? You are like, mountain, that's how you spell it, right? The little guy down at the bottom, little arms. <laughs>
2: it was just like, hey man, like I don't know if you want to do this. Maybe we should tweak a couple of things. Right. Uh, yeah. I, I it, really, it came off of you know, it's it's not for profit. Obviously, it yeah. was you know, I think if you have the sense of community within yourself, like you really dig going out, uh, dig. You should have did there. Um, if you really like dig going out there and being with people, and like. Giving back to those trails and seeing where things can improve and appreciating the work that goes into it, I think if you have that basic like knowledge and love, I think that you can take it from there. As long as you just get with the right couple of people that have the same vision, maybe have a different skill set than you, uh, I think it's pretty easy to build that network.
0: Yeah, yeah. So what would you say like start an Instagram or Facebook or TikTok or all three of them at the same time? Like what would be your approach? Like if you were telling somebody like, Hey, you, you guy in, in Knoxville, Tennessee, that wants to start this, this is what I would do.
1: Yeah. I I think think you have to tune into a social, it has to, you immediately have to be able to reach the most people uh, possible. Right. So for me, when I started, it was, um, you start your Instagram page, let's say, cause that seems to be pretty popular. You can, you can hashtag everything under the sun. And then if somebody in Knoxville, Tennessee typed in Knoxville MTB, you know, all that stuff can come up. So that's kind of how it started for me was um, hashtag Auburn, hashtag Nevada city, NorCal, whatever it is. And then all of yeah. a sudden people start, you know, liking your posts or, or uh, subscribing to your page or whatever it is and and messaging you and all that. And that's, I think it kind of, it has to happen organically, but you it, it comes down to like you having the passion to make it work. Like Don and I talk multiple times a day about what we can do to make it better or make, you know, make it make it seem, uh, make, make people want to be more involved in it.
3: Mm-hmm. And it comes
1: down yeah. to having a, having an attitude about wanting to be about community, really. And if, if you're a guy that every time wants to go out and ride by yourself, it's probably not the right thing for you.
0: you know? Right. Yeah, yeah.
2: One thing I would say too, is that, uh, you know, here in Northern Cal, we have so many bike shops um, and, we, you know, I'll go, I'll go to every bike shop, you know, in grass Valley. I'll, I'll hit all the bike shops in Auburn, you know, and, and kind of spreading that love around it. And they have a pretty good pulse and those people already have a good following uh-huh. Um, and I think as you, if you talk to them and say, Hey, this is what we're doing. You can get bike shops on board too. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they support you, I think that goes a long way, right? Like you can support whichever brand and whichever shop, but I think it's showing some love to people that, you yeah, know, it might be a shop that you don't shop at as much, but like they have that, that passion and you yeah. can see it. talking to those people, it goes a
3: long yeah, way.
0: Team. Yeah. Nobody opens up bike shop yeah. cause they're trying to get rich, dude. Right. you know what i mean like the the, 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 the <laughs> margins aren't there you know i mean yeah, yeah you can make a living but it's not like you do a bike shop because you're like it was either by a subway or a bike shop you know it's <laughs> like like no i think the bike shop is probably not a good idea you should go with the subway you know <laughs> like <laughs> yeah so yeah. definitely definitely good 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 point there i think then as well so yeah would you say you know hey i'm gonna do like a ride every third Saturday and everybody's involved or oh like,
2: definitely. Yeah, the one thing that we yeah. kind of I mean to start- is that Sean, your internet sucks, be quiet. So um <laughs> <laughs> I think when it started we did a we were like pumping out group rides, right? And that was good in the beginning. But as you see more people coming to these rides, it's kind of like this oh shit moment where like we need to be more organized in, yeah. in <laughs> to make sure that we, we have a sweep, that we have somebody leading that, you know, and you kind of plan it. We try to get more ambassadors on, on board with us now and be like, hey, keep an eye on that group. Like you're fast, go ride with that group, you yeah. know, other ambassador, ambassador, kick it with this group. Um, and, and that, but it's definitely like when it blows up, it gets a little bit scary. I think group rides are great in the beginning, but you'll probably see the amount of group rides we go down, like nice. where it's a big group ride. We'll do a shout out like, hey, we're going to be at auburn on saturday if you want to ride meet us at confluence at nine
0: yeah.
2: uh, And if you want to show up show up right uh the other ones take a little bit more planning because we're trying to to have stuff to to raise money you know we'll, we'll bring like the guy from if you know ryan from uh fat track like bringing him with us let mm-hmm. him talk about like what it is that they're doing and yeah. it kind of makes it a little bit better of a, of a ride takes a little bit more planning
0: yeah, for sure. You guys should set something up with those guys over there by Salmon Falls right now. They're like cutting in all that stuff. Right. That's like the American River Conservancy.
3: Yeah. They, yeah. they
0: just bought all that yeah. land right behind the Darrington Trail. They're cutting in all kinds of trails back there. It's all legit. And they definitely would would do well to have a uh, organized kind of like trail work day, get people out there and turn some shovels and stuff like that. So you know Ryan obviously. Ryan's Ryan's pretty involved with that with Fat yep. Track, and then um, all the other guys too. I, I know one of the guys from Mike's Bikes in um, Sacramento, Sam Brown. I, that guy's a
2: digging fool.
0: Yeah, dude, he's he's been out there like just busting his ass, and I know like some of the mm-hmm. some of the guys that probably listen to this podcast, listen, follow Trail Peak. Some of those guys are out there digging too. Like, it's definitely a lot oh, of work going in, into that system, and it's all legit trails. And once that connects into Darrington, and like with the Cronin Ranch stuff on the other, or the S yeah. whatever you want to call it on the other side. Like, there's going to be some pretty serious loops that you can do out there like it it's gonna rival auburn basically like like for me one of the That'd reasons be awesome. I, yeah i mean for me one of the reasons i always go to auburn is because it's like hey i want to get you know three four thousand feet of climbing in and descending right you know and like salmon falls in my mind always before was like hey it's just you know it's an xc trail but right. with what they're doing and the way that yeah. that property is like you're going to be able to get your, your, you're going to be able to get some climbing in and you're going to get some fun descents and like, yeah you got to be part of that though. I mean, like it doesn't build itself, right? And those guys, Correct. like as much as work Sam can do and like Dane or whatever from Trail Peak and those guys that are out there all the time, like they're only a couple of people, you know, so yeah. it sure yeah. helps yeah, and, bunch.
2: And yeah. You know, we, we follow trail peak and we've talked to dane and, and zach a little bit our I can say dane's been super helpful on on getting the word out i can say you know we talked to him about mother load and stuff and so actually mother load will be at the event too so um just trying to kind of spread that word sam i don't know if you saw it when he did the donate some money and he'll, he'll yeah do like two hours i was like dude you're going to be putting in some hours, but he so I was like, I'll donate that one to that
0: one. Go, go ahead and explain it. Um, just so the people that don't know what we're talking about, what he did.
2: Yeah, so he did this post. I think that was for every $50 that you donated to a trail advocacy group, whether that was American River, Mother Motherload, and I think it was Fat Track. It was those three. Uh, he would do three hours of digging for every 50 bucks. Right. Uh, if you donated to all three, he was going to dig for 12 hours. And I was like, I'm in for that man, like I'll donate to that cause. Um, and then we sent it to him, and that guy, so he's just been out like he's been putting the work, man. That guy's been putting
3: him in work,
0: yeah, yeah, he has too. But good stuff, man. He's got his lady into it too. He said he got her yeah. out there, and after the first day she was out there, she was like, That was really fun. Um, can we go tomorrow? He's like, Yeah,
2: you know, <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. throwing a cloud around, you know, just <laughs>
0: right, right. <laughs> So yeah. yeah, no, that's, that's super exciting to, to have that area out there. And I, like I said, I'm just, I hiked some of the stuff that they're working on and it, it just made me really excited. It made me really excited to be able to have another area that you can go out Yeah, for us. I mean, all of us in the Sacramento area, are, most of us are, you know, driving a bit to get to something to ride, you know, and having that, local stuff like that that you can put big miles in and get like big elevation like that that's that's really fun especially like this time of year right we're in tahoe's closed you know it's like what am i gonna do right ride, ride all the local stuff right you know
3: yeah <laughs> over <laughs> <Right>. and over <laughs> yeah right
0: it's like it, it's yeah. such a catch-22 yeah. isn't it 'Cause you're like, you're like, man, we really need water and like that's great. It's raining and it's snowing up in Tahoe. But on the other hand, you're like, Yeah, but if it doesn't rain, like the Tahoe trails are going to open up in like in like May. You know? <laughs> 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 I won't have to wait till like June or July to ride those trails. Like this would be sick. But we just won't have any water.
3: <laughs>
0: well, it was like like two weeks ago, it's
2: sixty six degrees
0: out.
3: Yeah. You
2: know, and like, like summer of Georgia. Yeah dusty and i'm like what is going on
3: yeah and
2: now here we are and it's been a you know silly yeah.
3: wisdom, so. as
0: soon <laughs> as it rains for like 12 hours i'm like i hate this place i don't even want to be here. <laughs> yeah.
1: true.
3: that's
1: Got another epic spot that would be like a killer camping spot if especially if you like looped california expeditions into it is do georgetown weekend oh, yeah. and camp at like mace mills or something like that and just ride all day for two days that'd be pretty yeah. rad
0: I talked to him about setting up an event, and uh, I could talk to you guys about it offline. But um, the, like, because they're pretty in tune with the city up there, it, it'd be a really easy. Because that campground that's up there, it's like right off of the free the I don't know if you want to call it a freeway, the highway, whatever, <laughs> the, the, the two lane road that's supposedly a highway, whatever it is, you know which one. One ninety
2: three, yeah,
0: that's the one that shoots up the ice house, right? Yeah, one ninety three, yeah, 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 yeah. So like, there's yeah. a campground yeah. right over by.
1: Is that yeah, what it is? Like right,
0: right across the street yeah. from Rock Creek, basically? Yeah, from it's right, right at the trailhead. You, yeah, yeah, you can yeah. jump on trail two, one or
1: trail and trail three yeah. from right there. Yeah.
0: I think we're talking about two different spots then. Because there's another one that's down the road just a little bit. Like you have to like drive like five minutes to get from this campground to the um like to get into Rock Creek, whatever that dirt road is that drops oh, you down. Okay. And, yeah. and and I think that campground that I'm talking about is pretty like like just it's like wide open kind of like uh not necessarily yeah. yeah yeah so it's like it's pretty much just a bit, i want to say there's bathrooms up there but it's like it's not like regulated where it's like you need spot six and you need you know it's kind of <laughs> like like yeah. yeah if if 50 people yeah. showed up and, and put their tent wherever they want like they're like right on cool you, you know what I mean kind of like I'm sure there's probably yeah. spots but I don't attention shit, so anyway <laughs> it would be really easy to put a pretty big van up there and and yeah i mean you have georgetown with with uh california expeditions and then there's another group up there too, running shows too i can't think of the guys yep.
1: there, right?
2: Bender.
3: yeah
0: yeah yeah yep. so. Josh ben, yeah yeah I'm sure okay. that you could get those guys to like bump fists enough to uh, get an event going. If it was like, Hey, look, we're bringing a hundred people up here. Like you guys obviously can't do this all by yourself. So, right. you know, like you're going to have yeah. to like uh, agree to disagree or whatever it is that to make Take it a up. Couple of yeah. Right. <laughs> Everybody will be happy. Yeah. Oh,
3: they're pretty, it's intuned- such an epic note. spot.
0: Yeah, they're pretty in tune with the city up there, and I want to say like I know whenever I was talking to um, Tom from California Expeditions, like like he knows like some brewers and stuff like that to like get beer brought in and stuff like that. Like it would be it would it would be a lot of fun, and that place is just sick. It's definitely like you don't you don't want to pedal that joint. Like every time people tell me they're like, hey, let's let's go, like let's just drive up to Georgetown. I'm like, no, you're not me, Believe
3: because
0: i did that i did that yeah. before like i went up and shuttled like i went up there and tried to make loops and i was like this is just the worst day of my life walking up this hill
3: That'd be horrible yeah.
0: yeah
2: how many loops did you make before you called it a day
0: right all of them <laughs> yeah. yeah we no. we exposed
1: to that video of, of uh that don put up on you on our youtube page about it and we got a bunch of messages like, "Hey, where can I go park and ride?" And we're like, "You can't. Just yeah, just hook no, up with yeah. California Expeditions and yeah. make a day with it because yeah. uh, you'll you'll end up spending the night in the woods with your bike." Yeah.
0: No, Don. <laughs> I think the, the thing I did was like walked up Trail One and came down like three one back to my truck down there at the what they call like the cool Cold Creek or whatever, like kind of yeah, like yeah, the, yeah, the cool uh, spot down there. Yeah, got back down there and I was like, "I'm over this place, dude." Like. And, <laughs> i did that more and, than yeah, once. like I think, trail one is not fun <laughs> yeah no it's not but any other way is just horrible too right so like <laughs> yeah. but you like you're going up that thing and it's like a wall straight up and and uh i'm just like this is just ridiculous i'm like oh it's gonna be fun to go down you know and then there's another one i think once you get up trail one there's a little isn't there like a little campground or something up there yeah like a little yeah. That's Mace Mills. Yeah. And there's a trail that goes back there, like 3-2 or something like that, goes back yep. pretty far. Yep. Yeah. And I did that and like did a loop back there. And I don't know. I, I messed around up there for a while until I was like, Yeah, this I need to do the shuttle. Why am I doing it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So,
3: yeah.
0: Yeah. It's um, a shuttle spot for sure. Yeah. And people are like, oh, so you just like shuttle top to bottom. No, it's like a shuttle that takes you on like different parts of the like spider web. Like yeah. you start at the eleven o'clock part of the spider web, and then you go over to the two o'clock part, and then you come in from the three o'clock to the seven o'clock, and then you go from the eleven to the two thirty. Like it's like, dude, you don't know where you're at at all the whole time you're there, just riding bikes. Right? It
3: yeah. is worth oh, every
0: penny of using one of those tr- those those uh, shuttle services up there to to get get a good ride in. So
2: it's nice to have that guide, you yeah. know, and especially like there's stuff that does sneak up on you. I remember yeah. the first time I went, um, I was talking to another shuttle driver really well that we had, and he was just like, I'm also, is it fast? Is it techie? I'm all, like, what is it? And he's like, he goes, it's not one single thing that's going to hurt you. He's like, "It's the, you're going to be hauling butt, and there's a hard left, and you didn't see it coming, or you're hauling, and it's like flowy, and next thing you know, you're in a pile of roots and rocks, and yeah. you were doing 25 miles an hour, and I'm all,
3: yeah,
2: got it. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: There's one of of those trails up there. I don't remember what the name of it is, but it's, like, it's just chunky as hell. And it's kind of like you're in, like, a little bit of a, like a, like a, like, like you're enclosed by plants. Yeah, and you're just, like, flying. And it's just, like, these big, huge, like, baby head boulders the whole way down the trail. But it's, like, I've seen a bunch of guys go down. I saw one dude ring his bell so bad he didn't even know what day of the week it was. Like, it was, like, we had to walk him out of, like – but you're just cooking it it's like you you hit one of those things wrong and i mean it yep. is what it is like, my
2: baby. yeah right we posted a video on instagram um it was like a minute and 37 seconds going down that that's four one
3: yeah and, that's the one yeah
2: and i was i was in front my buddy had my camera on and i hit i hit a rock and like went sideways and then he ended up passing me look at it crash, but got back online i mean and you can see we we're just absolutely Cooking, and I'm, yeah. I'm watching the video afterwards. I'm like, maybe we shouldn't have gone that fast. Right. <laughs> you know? like, and,
0: that and, this, and you know when you see it on video, and you're like, man, we were hauling ass. Like it was really fast because video, right. like nine times out of ten, makes you look like you're standing still, right? Yeah. Makes everything yeah. look flat. You're like, you get back your home, you're, you're like, i will stoked to watch the footage, and you're like, dude, it looks like I like freaking walk down a couple of stairs and that was it you, know? like, <laughs> you didn't use it you throw it away yeah. yeah you're like this is garbage that's a like at least one nice thing about granite bay those big rock rolls out there you're like at least it looks like i did something you <laughs>
2: know? there's still one good thing about granite Bay. yeah right the one good
0: thing about granite bay so that's the only thing I've never I can right what did you say sean
1: oh i said i haven't spent much time out there
0: yeah, you it, it looks
1: you're, fun with some of that stuff.
0: It's just the picture. <laughs> it's, <just, laughs>
1: it's just the picture.
2: You know it's, it's like everybody like, like Granite Bay, and then they show you like two rock rolls. So you're like, dude, yeah. that place is like legit. And then you go pedal it, and you're all, ah. Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's
0: definitely way better online than it is in person. I'll, I'll guess yeah. But I mean, there's a lot of stuff out there, and like a lot of hidden stuff out there. Like, there's probably. At least like 15, maybe 20 different, like pretty legit rock rolls out there that are, sure. you, you just gotta know like how to like tie it together. And, um, like that's the only thing that I, I would give that place. Like, if you wanna work on like building some confidence on that kind of stuff, like it definitely has that. It doesn't have long, long sustained climbs, it doesn't have chunk yeah. really at all. It, but those rock rolls are like, it's good, like, like Tahoe prep, you know what I mean? Where you're like, oh, yeah. oh okay. Sure. Like I can go, like you could go up there and, and get your, get your chops down and then go, you know, do something like big chief that has some pretty big rock rolls on it and be like, Oh, okay. I'm confident, you know? Yeah. So you rode, uh, you rode
1: with Ashley out there on the e-bike, right?
0: Yeah, I did. Yeah. That was crazy. So
1: was that, was that a different experience? Cause I know Ashley has the, his Thursday night group rides he does out there. And, uh, th- from the videos I've seen, it looks like a blast.
0: Oh, I'm sure it's fun. It definitely is. Like, especially then in that perspective where you're like not having to put as much effort into it, you know, because they do have climbs there, but they're like punchy. So the e-bike really helps with that because it's like instead of like where you would kind of like blow your legs out pretty quick if you were trying to ride that fast, like because they're they're punchy, then the e-bike like really makes that fun where it's like you can do all this like there's a bunch of stuff that we rode that day, the opposite direction that I would normally ride it because it's like, oh, no. well, it doesn't matter to ride it this way because yeah. you got yeah. the motor, right? But <laughs> yeah. the one thing I will say about that is that was my first time like riding a legit e-bike. And um, my buddy that was on here earlier, Steve, well, I don't know if he's still on there. Um, He had bought an e-bike a little while ago and I had sent a message and was like, Hey, so like, did that make you want to hang up your analog bike and like, just ride that all the time? And he's like, no, it's different. It's like totally different. And at the time I I, like heard what he was saying but I didn't quite like understand it. You know, it's kind of like when your friends have kids and you're like, you're like telling them how it's going to be because you had kids and they're like, like after they're like in it a little bit, they're like, oh yeah, now I get it. You know, like it was kind of like that. (laughs) And like, whenever I rode that bike like when i got done i was like dude i had a blast but it definitely like it's a different style of riding like you want to like keep your cadence high so that you can keep the motor engaged so you can keep the speed right and you gotta break differently and like it's definitely like i mean yeah you could throw those bikes around it's still not like crazy heavy but it's definitely Mm -hmm. a big difference You, you know what i mean like yeah so by the time i was done i was like okay i still want to buy an e-bike but it's not i it, am no longer afraid that that's going to like taint what i have right now cuz i will still yeah. want to pedal i will definitely still
3: want to pedal
1: yeah. Right. yeah i agree i've spent a lot of time on on one i actually just sold um one i've had for like the last couple of years and i i spent about a year with just that bike um, with not, not an analog bike at all. And, um, some of the, like you mentioned riding some of the trails backwards, not the normal direction you normally would, yeah. it definitely changes it up and makes it a whole lot of fun. But, um, I, de- I sa- same thing. I definitely couldn't see myself like not wanting to jump on my bike and go climb, climb or any other, you know, thing. Yeah. I still, I still have that. And, and it, which, it's which kind of Bob like,
2: yeah. And then, as I was passing him, pedaling my own bike, is when he was like, "I guess I should go buy a normal bike again." So. <laughs> no, 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 he knows it's true. Look at that face; he knows it's true. Oh
0: Lord, that would be the that would be me. I mean, I, I am like a crappy climber, even with an engine. You know, so, like, like there is no good part of me climbing. Like I don't understand what it is. Like I just don't have it in me. I, I don't know yeah. I'm blaming it on some kind of like it's like some kind of like physical thing that I have wrong with me or something like that. It's definitely like my like my my butt muscles aren't big enough to be a good climber.
1: <laughs> but <laughs> like, you know the,
0: the thing is you'll still jump on the bike and go out and do it. Yeah, you know? dude, I'll do it all day long. I'm just going to bitch
1: yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Especially I mean, when lot of us are complaining about you know, like the Epic shuttle days, you know, those are great, but yeah. sometimes, you know, you, they're, they're not there.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Right. I'll, I'll tell you the one I hate
2: the most though, is coming off of, of Stonewall Rocky, even though uh, it's paved. The,
0: the road. Oh, dude. I haven't, yeah. I haven't climbed that road in a while, but I've been climbing ranch a bunch, getting that's out of the OHV park mm, and that's just freaking bad, I feel like. blows, man. Every time I do it, I'm like, why am I doing this? And then I get to the top and I'm like, oh, because it's the fastest way up here. That's what it is. Right. And then I'm like, yeah, it's yeah. like, as soon as you're done, like the, the amount of time that it takes for you to forget how shitty that was is ridiculous. Cause you're like yeah, standing there, like, yeah, you like get up there and you're like, oh, well let's just drop down east side. I mean, we'll be back down to the bottom in like three minutes. We could <laughs> do it again. Yeah. I think yes. we can like equate that to like women in childbirth, you know, right? they,
1: they have yeah. a baby and right they'll scream at you the whole way through and then the next month they want to have another baby
3: (laughs) right We literally just
1: heard an f you sean from
2: downstairs
3: Yeah. (laughs) 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 yeah
0: yeah it's definitely uh it's definitely interesting but that is like do you guys ever climb across squaw flat right there no that trail is horrible both directions oh
1: yeah 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 that's from like ranch out to grizzly
0: yeah, like yeah, over oh, that. Way, yes, yeah. Or yeah, you could come yeah. from like Forest Hill Divide yeah. back over to yeah. get to like East Side or something like that. Yeah, yeah
1: Don, we we did that. Yeah, yeah. yeah the first so, time I close.
0: went, the first time I was like trying to like, cause I always pop out of the connector and then jump on the road and climb up to Force Hill Divide that way, because okay, I don't yeah. like climbing up connector. I I feel like two reasons: a, the climb sucks, and b, like I just always feel like that guy. Whenever everybody's trying to like come down and have a good time, you're like, what, what are you doing right here? You know what I mean? So I always <laughs> jump really out on the road and I was like, oh, here I could just jump over and get some single track still. And then it's going to pop me right into Four Soul Divide where I'm going to go anyway.
3: Yeah. So I went out
0: and I was like, this was the worst decision of my life. But <laughs> yeah. the whole time, the whole time I'm like, but I think the other way is going to be really fun. And then I did it the other way and I was like, no, this is horrible. <laughs> like it sucks both yeah.
3: ways.
2: You get the punchy climb and you get like a quick little downhill, and then you're like yeah. on your next climb. So it's both ways, you're screwed.
0: Yeah. Totally. And they're like and way punchy. There's hike a bike mixed in there too. So it's yeah, like yeah.
3: You get all of it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He said punchy climb. I heard punchy hike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that works so. too. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm just sticking with the road, man. I'm like, fuck yeah. it. <laughs> like so well, that that, that's good stuff. Um, what kind, of, what kind of bikes are you guys riding now? Specialized Enduros. Right? Both of you?
3: Both yeah, both.
2: so that's a funny story. So uh, I had demoed one in Santa Cruz back in December of 19, and I was like, I'm all about it. So ordered a frame. I wanted to do a frame-up build. And then, much like most of my life, Sean saw it and was like, well, I want that too. So um, – <laughs> the reason i had to give him crap is because if you see our 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 bikes they're like the same but different right so i have the white enduro sean has the black enduro um i got a rooftop tent so then sean got a rooftop tent but it had to be a different brand so you know (laughs) but what made me mad is that you know they were taking so long to ship us when they first came out that i didn't get my frame until march and this jerk goes into a shop and buys his in like February full build. And I'm like, dude, come on, man. Like <laughs> you can't do that to me. So yeah, we're both on Indigos, mm-hmm. And then I just got a uh, specialized diverge for gravel riding just so I can get out and loop it from the house, something easy.
0: Nice, nice. What is that? Uh, what kind of travels on the, the, the squish bike that you guys have? 170 front and rear. It's a and big boy. And it's a 29er? Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow,
1: but you you know you jump on that thing and it's it's pretty amazing how good it does going uphill. You know. Yeah, it's, I've uh, only
0: ridden one bike with that much suspension, and and I wasn't my my favorite. But the trail system that I was on was pretty tight. Have you guys ridden Rockville?
2: Which, no, huh? no, we have yeah, I haven't.
0: It's like you you definitely need to be nimble there, and it's a lot of like really tight stuff. So to have a bike that's pretty long. Yeah, it just it just it just wasn't the right bike for for that that trail system but um i will say like I, i'd like to go take something like that and like you know smash some some of the stuff in hv park or something because i i just don't like coming down rocky i feel like a bike with 29ers and that much suspension it must make rocky just feel like amazing right it's it's, it's,
1: a, it's definitely yeah. different
3: yeah, yeah it's definitely
1: yeah. different i will say like i've always been a fan of a coil rear end. So when I when I first got my Enduro, I basically changed everything out. I put a cush core front and rear. I put a coil on the coil on it and uh, it was just a sled. You know, it just chew up anything. You going down Rocky like you mentioned just you just feel so in it. You know, it's not nothing that's gonna kick you off the trail. But there's there's definitely a trade-off when it comes to having that a lighter bike that's more playful. You know, I yeah. rode I rode Ashley's Mega Tower for like three days, and that's a big bike too. That's a 160 bike front and rear, and and yeah. so it's not far off from our bike. But the way he had it set up, no cush core, no coil, air shock, um, mm-hmm. and and I was blown away how fun that bike was. But it was still it still handled everything right. So I knew like the enduro is is capable of that. And it's really, it really kind of felt how, how it felt when I demoed the bike. You know, that bike, I was I jumped on the Enduro, and I was blown away how fast it went uphill, how fast it accelerated, and then how fast it did everything else. But when I when I took it and built it the way I wanted to build it, it changed the bike and kind of took away that. Mm-hmm. So since I have taken out the Cush cores, gotten rid of the coil, put an air shock back on it, and it's just it, – it takes it back to that fun bike. It climbs better. It's lighter. Mm-hmm. It, it's it, – you know, you jump on it. You'd be surprised how how a big bike like that can actually do going up and then down as well.
0: Yeah.
2: Sean's motto is, "I'm going to buy a bike and see how I can add eight pounds to it to make it heavier than everybody else's e-bike."
0: Right. <laughs> I do that with my belly. I'm like, there we go. <laughs> Guess I need carbon wheels now. <laughs>
2: yeah. Right. It's funny. Yeah. It's funny because we'll we'll spend all this money to save a few grams, yeah. but I'm like, hey, man. If maybe if you had one less candy bar, you could weigh a pound less and it's like, right. you know, it saves you, buddy. You didn't just spend four grand. but it's save a
3: yeah.
0: couple. I was days. joking, man. I was like, dude, all I need to do is like, instead of buying like XTR components, you know, you just buy like XT or like instead of buying the, the high-end scram, <laughs> you just get the GX and shave the beard, dude. You, you got the same amount of weight savings. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're good to go, man. Exactly.
3: That's right. Right. Yeah, Yeah, true
2: sean Real. goes the opposite way though he's serious. Like he's all i'm gonna i'm gonna add some weight here add some weight there man this bike i mean i heard him say that he likes squishy rear ends that's what i heard
3: yeah <laughs> right <laughs>
0: i'll tell you this i'll tell you this like uh, what you said though sean like i think everybody's done or if you're new into mountain biking you're gonna do it at one time or another you're gonna change a bike because you think you're making it better and end up like completely removing the characteristics of what you liked about that bike you know, or 100%, 10%, or just little things where, like, they're back whenever I had like an old bike and I was just like doing the upgrade thing where you're like trying to make it better, you know, and it's like, oh, I'll put these wider bars on, I'll put this shorter stem on, I'll put this, uh, this, this wheel on or whatever. And, and next thing you know, you're like, this thing rides like crap, like, it was better whenever it was like built the way that it was engineered for. And then that's when you realize yeah. that these guys that are like actually engineering these bikes know what the hell they're doing because you're like. <laughs> You're like no, I look so, yeah. at this, you know? Right? Who would have yeah. thought? Yeah, yeah, I mean, right. It, you
1: can, yeah, you can make it. You can make anything feel any way. It doesn't mean it's better. Yeah.
0: You know. And I think some but. of it's like give or take. Like honestly, I, like or like it's personal preference. You know, I I will say that running Cushcore in my wheels, I really, really, really like it. Like I I think that
3: yeah, I'll and agree. not.
0: And 100% not because I'm trying to like rim protection. Like those guys, when I interviewed them, they're like, this is a side effect. Like what you buy Cush core for is so that you can run lower pressure and have that stiff sidewall of your tire and your cornering. And, and the first time that you ride and you're like, you, you hit a corner, you're like, Whoa, dude, like that was, wow. Like that really made yeah. a difference. You know, you're, you're. Yeah, but the downside is that it makes your wheels heavier, you know? So right. like, like there's a trade off. So I don't know. You go buy those bird, yeah. bird spokes that I freaking interviewed that guy a couple of weeks yeah. ago, cut like, a half yeah. Yeah. off we're in and you're in dude, you know, yeah.
3: those, <laughs> that's, that's crazy. crazy.
0: Yeah. That stuff's crazy. All that stuff. Yeah. Dude, those spokes are something else too. I'm telling you, like you guys have met Richard from stickered. Yeah. Yeah he's a big dude, right? I mean, he's like me, like, you know, 240, 250, something like that, like 6'2", or something, you know? That dude hits big, huge drops. And he's got those freaking string spokes in there, and it's like, he's like, he he loves it, you know? And
3: really, like that,
0: to me was the thing that, like, sold me on those whenever, like, at least, like, to interview him, like, not think it was just some gimmick. I was like, this dude is, like, shredding. You know? And, and he's not, like, you know, like, the 100 the and... Fifty pound, like shredding guy you know he's like my size shredding i'm like yeah you're doing that and you got string spokes and it's okay like obviously something's good with this you know right yeah yeah I'll have to check them out. Yeah. yeah definitely but
3: that yeah was- i always
1: ran, i always uh ran uh like a double down. I hate flats. I god, dealing with a flat just sucks. So I yeah. always had the push core and the double down super yeah. heavy. Oh, wow. You know? So
3: uh,
1: yeah, so pull, pulling those the Kush core out, it it lightened it up a little bit. You you could feel it was a little more peppy, but the yeah. the tire feel was definitely different. You know, you can yeah. definitely know if, if you're used to a Kush core and you take it out or or yeah. you're used to it when you put it in, you can feel their reasoning behind it which is yeah. which is great but i think that if you're going to run that you don't need to run necessarily run a double down yeah plumping a tube with you i don't know when it comes to
2: the tires road. when it comes to tires and uh kush core and going big sean has to hit sean has a little small man complex so he has to go big on his tires
0: ah uh, there you
2: go <laughs> i'm just kidding dude you know i love you no.
0: <laughs> Right. So that's a good point though. Like I'm sure we have a lot of people from Northern California listening. So let's touch base on tires real quick. Let's uh what uh what are you guys running? I'll start out here and say I have is it a guy. Is that how you say this freaking yeah. I have that up front and I'm running that minion SS in the back. And one of my buddies yeah. had that tire for a while. And I just I tried one of those low profile tires before like that that had, but it didn't, I don't think it had the big side knobs on it. So, and I had a horrible experience, right? It was like an I old, did K- the first time I think either. it was like Kenda Slant 6 or something like that. I can't remember what it was. Mm-hmm. But like, so my buddy kept telling me about this tire and I was like, dude, whatever. I'm not doing, I'm a big guy. Like those tires don't work for me. He's like, just try it, just try it, just try it. Finally, I just bought one. Holy crap, that's a good tire. Like for a back tire, like it rolls so fast, but it has that edge on it where it's like I don't feel like I'm missing anything. And then that's coming from like a DHF. The only time yeah. that tires or DHR, that, the only time that sucks is like when it gets too sloppy. If it's too muddy, tires, crap. Like, cause that, yeah. you just not have anything to grab. But most of the time around here, we don't have that issue, right? Nope.
2: Yeah. So how about yeah, you, Don?
0: I, what are you rolling?
2: I am actually doing a NASA guy right now, front and rear off of a recommendation. And oh my gosh, that thing sucks to pedal.
3: It's
2: like sometimes I'm a man. I think I got worse at like doing this bike thing, uh, uphill. So <laughs> I think it's, the, I think it's the tire, but I will say, I mean, you know, how the front provides grip. Yeah. Um, I'd almost say it's too much in the back sometimes where when you want to kick that back end loose, yeah, uh, it, it doesn't want to. So
3: yeah.
2: uh, I'll change it up just cause it's too grippy in the rear. I, I want something that rolls a little bit faster uh it doesn't quite have as much hook
0: i i did a, a knobby nick in the front and the back once and it was mm. that same thing it was like way too sticky like i would go up like clementine and it felt like i was riding through velcro you know it was just like yeah. this is freaking killing me that actually is <laughs> yeah. i think whenever i switch to some lower profile tires how about you sean
1: uh right now i just had put on the the new specialized butcher t9 in the front and the um their new eliminator t9 t7 in the rear i've always been a fan of the the Asagai tire i love that tire in the front uh so i would run that and then uh, i ran the same tire you have on right now and i really did like that tire it was it was great in summer but when it came to any messy day out there you know it yeah. sucked like you said yeah. so yeah
3: it doesn't, uh, doesn't
1: I, was, I was running the the um the assaguy front and then it's like a dhr2 in the rear and we yeah. put these tires on man and i gotta tell you like i am super impressed with them i hated the old butcher that that's what actually came on my enduro when i bought it new was the the original butcher i think front and rear they had it then and it came off faster than i think they put it on but yeah. these new tires <laughs> these new tires they are really good so um what's cool about them too is that they're they're pretty inexpensive compared to their tires so if it's someone you know someone's in the need of a new tire give them a try you know they may not be you may not be a specialized fan but Mm
0: -hmm.
1: for the price and what you get out of them like i'm super impressed and i'm gonna continue to run them
0: what's the price where where they fall out I think they're
1: like, uh, they're in the 60 to $70 range. Okay, so yeah, yeah. They're pretty yeah cheap. it's not like yeah. a lot of the
0: maxes are like almost a hundred bucks by the time you yep. get like whatever, you
1: they're, they're honestly really
0: good. What, uh, what's their size new comp? Guys uh, I have a T six front and rear. So that's a 2.6
1: sorry 2.6 yeah yeah
0: okay yeah six so, what yeah. the fuck man he's got like terminator on there yeah. like... <laughs> sean
1: got special tires for him yeah. right. but you, i think i think what i'll end up doing next time is uh get because victory velo threw these on to to let me try them out they're like hey come, huh. come check these tires out so they threw them on which is rad and and they turned out like i love them um but i think what i would do in the future is put a uh, the 2.6 in front and then uh, go th- with the 2.4 in the rear
0: yeah, I have, yeah, I'm running 2.6 up front and 2.5 in the rear and uh, okay. I, don't, okay. I don't think I would go to, I had a two six two four on my last setup. I think I was running like, a, what was I running up front? I think it was like a DHF and then something, I don't remember what it was. I think it was still a D, DHR in the rear, but it was a 2.4 and I liked it, but like with the rims that I had. And now that I have a wider yeah. rim I don't think that I, I would want a two four anymore. It's just oh yeah. I like the
2: I like how I like how a two four rolls better though. Yeah. Yeah it it's, it's a noticeable difference going from a two four to a two six. I definitely noticed a difference.
0: Yeah. I um I rode my Bronson with two eights on it for a little bit whenever I first got the bike because That's I had amazing. my two eight wheels from my chameleon. And dude, I really liked it. I I really yeah. liked it. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Like I was running recons on it. So like super low profile, but because it's a two eight, like you can run that lower profile tire and you still have all the grip. And it doesn't really, it didn't feel like it like rolled like worse or anything like, like it was a lot of fun. I mean, especially (laughs) yeah, those
3: tires are cool.
0: That tire size is fun. I was really surprised. I really was surprised. I expected it to feel like sluggish and, but no, it was very, very capable, but. That's the funny yeah. thing about tires man you can it seems like you always love the ones that you have you know yeah like, <laughs> but for some reason you always want to buy something else right
3: yeah. like, these are great yeah.
0: but next time <laughs> yes
2: it's like you find that combo i think that sean was probably the worst out he's like i love this combo and then the next thing he's trying different tires i'm all and then he's like i don't like this combo like, well, i really love that last combo i'm like so you going to get him again Nah, I'm going to try something different. I'm all dude. if you
0: know what you like, man. I can stick with it, brother. Yeah, I think, you know, most of the time I would buy the exact same tires, but what it usually comes down to is, like, rip the sidewall, need a new one. Yep, guess I'm trying that now because that's what they had at the shop. (laughs) You know what I mean? It was like, (laughs) I I wanted a DHR2, but all they had was this fucking So Guess that's what's going on. (laughs) That's the way it works. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, yeah i very seldomly. I'm,
1: I'm easily
0: influenced. So when yeah. they're like, hey, try
1: this, try this. I'm like, okay, sweet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's awesome, dude. Well, we're we're freaking two hours in right here and uh, yeah. let's let's go ahead and wrap this up. It was super fun talking to you guys. I like to ask people though, before we, we wrap up the show, what YouTube channels do you watch? And it doesn't have to be like mountain biking. Like if you like to watch some guy like restore old, old ps2s or something like that like it's always interesting to hear the channels because there's so much good content out there so how, how about you guys what do, what do you guys watch uh
1: um for me it's it's mountain bike stuff and that, that's kind of funny that that you asked that because my christmas one of my christmas presents this year was the earbuds you know oh, yeah. the things my wife is like you're always listening to mountain bike videos you know so for me it's like all really i love watching the people that i know so i watch joe colorado kid Uh, i you know I watch bkxc i I love all that watching that stuff single track sampler i love watching all that stuff where i know i may not be able to go ride that one day you know so it's too far out of reach for me or something like that so i love watching those videos because i'm i'm seeing something that i probably won't get a chance to ride you know yeah yeah
2: yep so I would say yeah, it's the same. I do. I'm on mountain bike videos too. Uh, I'll throw some windsurfing stuff in there. Uh-huh.
3: Um, yeah.
2: Pretty much the same thing that Sean said. I watch a lot of your videos. Seth bike hacks too. Um, yeah. And then we do the bike song. You know, like meeting him was pretty cool. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm yeah. always watching those, and I always get yelled at too for the. <laughs> trail. I'll tell you this: is trail peaks always kind of fun because I take like
3: they Ashland. Yeah.
2: I, I take like uh, Jabberwocky and Ashland, and they're ripping it right and like. I was like, okay, man, that looks fun. And I go out and I do it. And I'm like, I am not hitting this trail anywhere near how they made it look in that video. I call bullshit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Those guys are so fast, man. Yeah. The first time that I saw their video in Auburn where they did like Culvert Confluence and I think they did like Stonewall Rocky too. And like, he's going down culvert and he's like yeah there's a little drop over here and like oh there, there's a gap and like not breathing hard but like yeah. sending it like i was like what drop um, like like and he's like you know <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, look look, there's a gap there like was it oh shit dude he just like jumped over the trail like yeah. he's like, it's, it's, like it's, it's, holy uh, cow there's blue yeah. but he's like that so that ar-
1: was uh was that on the um I guess you call it mar- that maroon Bronson. That video yeah, that they way back. Video. Yeah, yeah.
0: that kind of like pink Bronson. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah, I watched they, that and video. They have, Go
1: ahead. I was gonna say uh, they have that video, which is I, I don't know how many times I've watched that, but then there's another video they have with uh, Derek of Grizzly. Oh my god! I'm sure you guys have seen that too. Oh, it's I gotta just look insane, that one up.
3: I don't think I've seen that one. Fast.
0: Yeah, yeah, and you, you're watching. You're like, whoa you know yeah. it's
1: it's really impressive
0: yeah yeah big, big shout out to those guys for sure i watched that yeah. first one with the bronson over and over again i was like they have to be speeding this up they have
3: to do <laughs> <laughs> to- <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know it was like but then like the way that you're listening to the rocks like they sound right like the way they're like crumbling you're like no they're not they're yeah. really
3: that fast holy crap man <laughs> really like- yeah they are Yeah.
0: Definitely. Some of their
3: stuff too is
1: really cool. Like they're doing some stuff, some big rides out in the Forest Hill area. That's, man.
0: Those guys know a lot of like that backcountry trail stuff. Like I'll see, I'll follow them to just like see where they're going. Like, oh, that's cool. I didn't know that, you know. Yeah. Right. They did that Silver Fork stuff coming out uh, like from Kirkwood down towards uh, Strawberry or something like that. Yeah. And they're like, I was like, oh, that looks sick, dude. I want to get up there and do that so anyways yeah hey man thank you guys for for a being on the show but even more so for doing what you're doing like honestly like this is such a cool thing that that you guys have set up that you're giving back to the community that you got on here and shared the secrets so the guy in knoxville can start his thing too like
3: do it do it seriously
0: and hopefully, you know, this, this year is shaping up that things get better and, and we can get all these events like lined up and we can look into the future and, and have have like this great community that you guys are helping build. So big kudos. If you guys are listening and and whether you're watching on YouTube or you're listening here, definitely swing by one of their their Instagram or their Facebook or apparently their TikTok or they even have, they even have a YouTube channel. <laughs> But I wouldn't start there. I would probably start with you. Yeah, don't anyway,
3: don't start there. Don't yeah. start there.
0: Yeah, You'll be like, never mind. These guys aren't really that great. So. I mean, anyways, yeah, no, seriously. It was great, great. having yeah, you guys on. Yeah, we suck in now. our
3: YouTube channel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything you guys want to say in parting? I don't know if you guys, I, I hate putting people in a spot like that. but.
2: I'll, I'll say real quick. I just appreciate you having us on the show, man. It was had a blast. Thanks for yeah. it.
0: Right on, man. And Sean said something, yeah. but his internet froze. So, <laughs>
2: <laughs> but then hey, yeah, yeah. I, I, I've had that. So get one of those.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. So he's saying right now for those of you guys that are listening, he's got the uh, the biker bottle opener, the credit card yeah, size. Yeah, a little. I like that thing. Obviously, i Yeah. Tired. But if you guys want to pick one up and help support the channel, swing by biker.com, b1k er.com and hit the shop up there, you can get that. Can get a cool shirt. Or you could go over to mb mtbnorcal.org and yep. you guys have some swag over there too, right? Yeah. yeah. We do. Gets spenders, you name it. Right. And like they said, they're actually not putting the money into the beer fridge i.e. their belly like i am (laughs) they're actually turning the money over to the local trail organization so take your pick help a fat guy stay fat or help everybody else get better trails it's really up to you guys what you want to do
3: (laughs) (laughs) i'll
0: say this remember one thing guys it only takes a bike to be a biker so get out and be one